I remember waiting for the school bus. Jenny Clayton was my first crush. And neither one of us had a clue. Wait, wait, hold on. In this video. Hold on. Oh, I haven't seen the video. Hold on. I gotta I gotta rewind it real quick. So tell me these people are 30 years old. I remember waiting for the school bus. <laughs> Just wait till she gets off the bus. That girl's like 30 years old <laughs> getting off a school bus. To the point. I turn my Now, I have two two things I'd like to say I, about this. Uh, Number one, as you know, I honestly throughout the years have not been as hard on Kid Rock as other people because I don't no, think he's I, that bad. No, I don't bad. think he's a bad... I, I really don't. I think, actually, you know what? This is my thing about him is that he's, like, a good person, so, you know, he, like, does a lot of good stuff he, for Detroit he, and everything. He, he does, and I think he has some okay songs, but that is not one of them. Yeah, no, not the song's horrible. And, B, my main thing, the first thing that I thought of, I wish we had it, but I'll have it by next week. Is I don't know if you remember Sun Drinker, which was the thing that like when mixtapes was recording, even on the worst nights, we would warm up every morning and like Eric and I would freestyle a song, mm -hmm. and it ended up being like forty something songs, and we just put it out for free, and it made our label really mad because it was just all goofy songs, right? But one of the songs on there, it was literally completely freestyled, and Eric, the guy that produces us, and I, um, went back and forth. And it was just acoustic guitar, and it was called Cornfield Nights. And it sounds exactly like that song. Does it really? And we were completely freestyling. And so it was, it was like, it starts off with a riff just like that. And then Eric's like, you and me running through the fear and I never look back. No, I never look back. <laughs> and like right when I heard that Kid Rock song, I was like, oh my gosh. It sounds like that song that we freestyled. Yeah. Like as a yeah. joke. But uh, <laughs> so those are, those are my two main things. And right. Also, yeah, I don't know what Kid Rock's going for at this point i mean that song will probably be huge maybe it already is I'm i mean sure. he's just he's just going for the same thing he's always going for like he's just trying to be like a new age john mellencamp or like right and if kid know, rock would have done what he originally that that song sounds way more like brian adams than john mellencamp and like but worse than brian adams yeah somehow it sounds like <laughs> summer of 69 just changed it does it's his. straight up that riff is straight up like and then i don't know but my other um if Kid Rock would have done what he originally said he was going to do years ago and made the album Kid Motherfucking Rock, which was going to be a triple album where uh, the Kid was a country album, mm -hmm. Motherfucking was a rap album, mm -hmm. and Rock was a rock album, right? And then we'd all be much happier and satisfied. Yeah, I feel like. I mean, I'd be much happier. I want that album. <laughs> like, a, I want to hear an entire Kid Rock rap album. I don't know. No, I don't. I, I it do, wouldn't be but good. I don't know. But I, I would like to hear right. it. I just want it to exist. Yeah. Because he's rapped a little bit, obviously. But I mean, like, it's not like he's ever uh, a little bit. Well, excuse me. His a, older stuff. A lot. But 
he never made a rap album by any means. No, I mean, of course not. And I feel like we've recently talked about Kid Rock quite a few times. Yeah, because my thing is, is I don't, I don't usually make fun of him all that much, just because. No, like, I don't either. Like this is okay. Everybody knows that it's not good. We all get that. He's just a hillbilly. Yeah, that got really. He's talented. Yeah, he's good at what he does. Specifically, from what I understand, he actually literally records like everything on his albums, like drums, bass, guitar, vocals. It's like, actually pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I'm not saying songs are super intricate, but like if you're that famous and. You're still doing. You're all playing that. drums, yeah. guitar, bass, vocals, like, and can do that. Yeah, I, I can't really hate on you that much. No, you don't. Have... Plus, he like employs a lot of people <laughs> in the Detroit area. He does, and he owns like restaurants and, and like, he a lives brewery, on an island. And he lives on an island. <laughs> so that's the important thing. <laughs> but he drives his truck around small towns, just looking at people kissing. Apparently, just thinking about his first kiss. But that song is is awful. No, this is a terrible song. It's real bad. I do like the fact that on there, there were two options. It was either the official video or when he played it at the Daytona 500. Somehow that Why would you sense. pick that song to play live? You like, think you'd do like one of his like heavier like rock yeah, songs? Yeah, it's like it's a race. Like, isn't Kid it? Rock, like to me, is kind of like God smacking any of those bands. Is like His music is meant for like marine commercials. Oh, yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? Like, yeah. join the army. Yeah. Like, I mean, he was on that National Guard commercial. Oh, yeah, he was. Movies, I, didn't even, so. I didn't even think about that yeah. when I said it. And then yeah. it came to fruition. Well, I mean, it came to fruition like a long time ago, not like just because you said it. No, just now. So you're trying to lead me to believe that a thing you said <laughs> uh, went back in time and turned into a thing we've already seen like years ago. Yes. And quit eating in the microphone. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? <laughs> well. I mean, other than everything. <laughs> Not everything. Ugh. I could have fucking broken my phone the other day when you posted that picture of you with the gun in the kitchen. <laughs> when you used that terrible Photoshop filter. Like, you... It wasn't a filter. I took time. Got to click all over. It's a filter. It's a filter tool. I just mean like you don't just click like a button. No, I know, it. but it still looks terrible. Like, <laughs> well, two things again. Hey, I'm not very good with Photoshop. Yeah, clearly. B, the picture was terrible. It was not supposed to be serious. I know. It was, it was so from awful. a shoot. Just so bad for the new Massive Nights EP cover, which is not. I'm not on it. Like that was just the setting of the photo. That's, cover. I mean, that's fine, but it's still. And the cover is actually great. I'm sure because didn't Carissa do the work on it? Yeah, yeah, she does really good and work. She's very talented. I'm glad that you didn't do the work on it. Yeah, I'll show you real quick. Tell me. This. I don't. I mean, no, this is a I'm cool fine cover. with looking at it, but like, I swear, if it's a picture of you doing no, something that it's, you made, I'm no, gonna fucking it's actually the cover. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's a awesome. Great, it's a great, yeah, that's it's a a great really, album yeah, cover. That is a good cover. I mean, it's fine, but <laughs> it's better than what you were doing. Listen. I was just trying to be a handsome man like you are right now on that shirt. Yeah, that's fine, but you also told me that the shirt looked nice and then said you would. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, not everything is some invitation for you to try and fuck me. <laughs> not everything. Literally nothing. No, uh, let's not go that far. I think we should we should be fair. I'm being quite fair by telling Checks you... Checks and balances, you know. By telling you straight out there is no situation in which you will say something which will lead to me fucking you or you fucking me. Nothing. No. Nothing. No. Not outside of the realm of, like, you offer me a lot of money. Aside See, from that. Everyone's got a price. Yeah, I know. I never said that. I'm saying, like, there's nothing you could say to me as far I, as, like, a pickup line or something about my shirt that's going to lead to that outcome. Fair enough. I was going to say, I know it's a very overdone conversation, like, by everyone in the world everywhere that mm -hmm. every group of friends has had. But, like, 
there's a price for pretty much anything. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't kill somebody for any amount of money. But outside mm, of that... Depends on the person, I feel like. I, I mean, I guess, like... If you paid me enough money that I could get out of it and still have a lot of money left over, like, yeah, man, I mean, why not? But it'd have to be, like, a bad person, right? Mm, I don't even know if it necessarily has to be. Really? Yeah. See, I couldn't, like... If someone was like, I'll give you a million dollars, you have to kill this guy who has, like, a wife and kids. Like, there's no way. Well, my thing is, like, if, just, there, if there's just dudes, like, running around, like, in deserts right now, just mowing down hundreds of people for no fucking reason whatsoever and no personal gain, right. then, like, I mean, if I just have to, like, off one person for a couple hundred million dollars, then <laughs> whatever, you know what I mean? It's not going to make a big deal in the long or in the long run. But if they have, like, a family or something, you know, it does make a big deal in the long run. Well, what if, life. like, they told you, like, okay, like, say uh, that guy that you kill, like, even though he seems outwardly like a really nice person, at some point in the future, he becomes, like, the next Hitler. And they know this without a doubt. Well, that's different. That totally changes it up, for sure. Right, but, like, you can't possibly know if they actually know that or not. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. That's why these conversations are interesting, which is probably why people have them all the time. I mean, I don't really care because I always just answer them as matter-of-factly as possible. People well, don't like talk to me about it because I don't have very many opinions well, on it. Well, it's like in the same way where it's like, I guess at this point it seems like taboo or kind of goofy to like do the gay thing because like obviously there's nothing wrong with being gay no. or having sex with someone of the same sex. Yeah. But like, I'm not gay. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's not appealing. So... Mm-hmm. You look like you don't believe me yeah, right no, now. Not at all. <laughs> but, uh, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, that just doesn't appeal to me because I'm not a homosexual. Mm-hmm. Sure. Which, it goes without saying, obviously there's nothing wrong with anybody that is. But, I mean, I would let a guy definitely have sex with me for a good amount of money because I don't care. It's not that big of I'd a deal. I do it on a slow night. I don't... What? Nothing. <laughs> do it for free on a, on, a, on a long weekend. Like, I wouldn't enjoy it because it's not like I want something... <laughs> Inside of me. See, all, everybody always says that, like, you never, but you don't know that. You know what I mean? Who knows if you're going to enjoy it or not? Plus, you stick things up your ass all the time. That's so, actually like, true. Not really surprising if you did enjoy it. Yeah. Okay. I understand those things are inanimate objects, not a human being, but. Okay, but you're exaggerating. It's not all the time. I mean, it's a lot of the time. It's not like it's even, like, a percentage of my life. Well, everything you do is a percentage of your life. Well, technically, but I just mean like the number would be so insanely small of the percentage of my life. I don't I... believe that at all. Like, I mean, even What, do you think then... I go home and just like shove a few things up there and sit around and watch TV? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know. I'm not going to put it past you. Like, yeah, of course you would. Just to see what would happen. Yeah, I know. You're shaking your head yes. No, I'm not. Like, honestly, He's if, lying. I, He's if lying. I had left the room and you had that piece of jerky, you probably would have tried to shove it in your asshole <laughs> no. to see what it tasted like. That doesn't even make sense. Just to pull it out and chew on it and see that's what it tasted di- that's like. That's disgusting. Why? There's, there's a line. Do I really have to say it again <laughs> that you used to take a tiny Reds baseball bat, stick it up your ass, and then make people smell it? Like other people smell it, not me. You smelled it. I watched you do it. Maybe I've once. watched you do it. Maybe once. No, multiple times I've watched you do it. I watched you do way worse things than that. That's why I don't understand. Like I just I don't get. I don't understand you. This is blasphemy. 
It's not blasphemy. You're not a religious figure. And also, even if you were, I wouldn't care. You're still shoving things in your ass, making people smell them. Welcome to Big Snackers episode number, what, 60, 61? Yeah, I think we're on 60. 61, all right? I don't know. Why do I have to look every week? I don't, I don't know why we don't just know what we're doing. It's for the same reason that every week you have to text me the call-in number because I'm an idiot and don't save it. It doesn't make sense how you don't. Which for anybody listening, literally every week, whenever we have a guest, I text Justin. Ask, yeah. ask, ask what then our Then you say number something is. really stupid, like, like I'll be like, "Why don't you have it saved right now?" And you'll be like, "Oh darn it, I forgot." Oh darn it, and I'll be like, "Don't say darn it." First of all, why? Because it's stupid. It's really dumb. Secondly, you you don't have to do anything really to save it. You. Press the number in your fucking text message and hit save I know, the contact. I know. No, you don't. Clearly. Oh, I do know. I know uh, how to save a phone number. I obviously have contacts in my phone. I honestly don't know how. Because you really are like a 70-year-old grandma when it comes to phones and stuff like no, that. No, I'm not. <laughs> Carissa are. said the same thing the other day. I know because I told her as soon as like she was trying to explain to you anything about Photoshop, I was like, don't bother. He's like a fucking seven-year-old gra- like aunt. And like, then she came over the other aunt. night, and she it, I don't know what I did, but she was like, you really are an 80-year-old like that doesn't understand computers. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, like like how you, had, you kept tagging me in comments on Facebook when I was already in the thread, and it alerts me to the fact that someone replied regardless. <laughs> then I get two fucking notifications of the same thing because you just keep putting my full name as like the response. Well, like looking at it. It doesn't make sense. I like looking at it. What? Anyway. Hey, ask me my name. What's your name? Matthew McConaughey. Why? What? Why is that your name? That's what parents what? name me. What is? What are? You, like? What is your your mm-hmm. certain thing that's different about you than Matthew McConaughey that you're about to uh, <laughs> reveal? Well, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. That's me. Uh huh. What What do you do? And I was driving a Lincoln way before I got paid to drive a uh-huh. Lincoln, right? Okay. So, so I take it you're the handicapped version of Matthew McConaughey. This is who you sound I'm, like. I'm not handicapped. I'm handicapped. Hand- <laughs> <laughs> you like hot fries a lot. Uh-huh. That's a really good joke. Yeah. Right. I didn't even think of it like that. You made the joke, but you're. I heard you're a comedian. I wish I wasn't at all. Why? Because I would have, not have to have these conversations with uh, my, Matthew McConaughey. Right. So, interview me. Like, this I, is a I podcast. Did, I did. Right? I asked you well, questions. It's a podcast, right? Yeah. I'm a celebrity. Of what? Uh, the uh, cockfighting. Of the cockfighting industry. Uh huh. So, you like you like Andy Cap's hot fries yeah, and I do. cockfighting? Oh, uh, yes. Which to anybody listening, it's not a perverted thing. It's when you make roosters fight. Some I, people might not be aware. And I just some want, people would actually think that's pretty perverted to use animals to fight for your well, own. Well, it's I, I think it's wrong, but it's not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get off on it. You, often you think it's wrong to make roosters fight, but that's yes. that's how you're famous. <laughs> yes. Well, see, let me explain. Uh-huh. Let's go back to the beginning. Okay. I was born Please. in a small town. Uh huh. And uh, when I was nine years old, okay, I was walking down to the market, okay, farm fresh, uh huh, farm fresh, yeah, farmers market, yeah, farmers market, yeah, farm fresh, okay, farm to table, yeah. You are you going to tell me what you're and, talking about? So, it, yes, I am right now, okay. And I, I feel like you're not listening to me. I'm completely listening, but you're not saying anything. Our friend Vanessa just got here, who didn't die when she went to Portland. Well, she's not your friend. You're just a guy who came down here. Ah, uh, well, yeah, I'm. Matthew McConaughey. Say hi. He's, hi. 
Hi. He's famous in the cockfighting industry, Correct. apparently. Which is not But he thinks it's wrong. It's roosters. <laughs> but he You're th- a vegetarian, aren't you? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't eat a rooster? No, will not for... D- what? Will you just tell... How what? much money would it, would it cost you to eat a rooster? I mean, take. Take a rooster? No. <laughs> how much money would it take for you to eat a rooster? Uh. I will offer you, well, I have a lot of money because not only am I Matthew McConaughey's brother, you didn't I'm, even, I'm famous myself. Wouldn't you have led with that? <laughs> what, what? Like, if you're Matthew McConaughey's brother, wouldn't you have said, like, oh, I'm Matthew McConaughey's brother. Also, I'm famous in the cockfighting industry. Well, I don't like to, you know, piggyback off my brother's success. Except that you call yourself Matthew McConaughey. Yes, which what, people, no, which I don't call myself confused. that. That's my name. Then why is you call his, yourself it, Justin okay, Schaefer? His name is. You call yourself Vanessa right. Asian something, not rather not. Right, but if but, your brother's name is Matthew McConaughey, how is your name Matthew McConaughey? Separated at birth. That just happens to be what happened. Is you got separated in the same hospital? Mm-hmm. Was it a typographical error? We're twins. Uh huh. Was it a typographical error? Like somebody typed the wrong thing? and The fuck does that mean? means that somebody meant to type McConaughey and type McConaughey and you went home with a different family that just happened to be in the hospital that That's day with that last probably. name? That's, so, you, know, you, need, you do realize the odds of that are so I'm, I'm eight astronomical. Years old. Hey, listen, the odds <clears throat> of me kicking your ass are high. I sincerely <laughs> doubt it. You're a man who walked in here caked in mud wearing overalls. <laughs> Yeah. And you only have one leg. I'm a badass. You only have one leg. Like boozy. Uh-huh. You're a fan of rap music as well. No. I'm familiar. Okay. But my how did son. You, okay, my but son. I, I have a question. A little piece uh, of shit, but he, uh, what? Yeah, go ahead. What's your son? Son's a little piece of shit. What's your son's name? What? What's your son's name? Derek. Derek McConaughey? Uh-huh. McConaughey. I know. I said that. You said play. No, I didn't. And I don't play. Okay. It's not what I do. Please, please continue about your piece of shit son, Derek. Oh, he's a piece of shit. And he listens to all that rap music or trap music or crap, right? No. Can't have crap without rap. I mean, you can, you you can think make about whatever that ever? joke you want. No, I don't. Why? Why would I think of something that, like, again, a seven-year-old woman would say? Listen, so my son listens to all that horrible, horrible music, uh-huh. which it's offensive. Okay. Talking about selling. What the, you're not explaining what that has to do with knowing who Boozy is and also uh, why you're in here. Well, Lil Boozy. Why you came in my house. Is a rapper. Uh-huh. We know and that. And he has an album called Badass. Yeah. A-Z-Z. Right. Z-Z. Top-Z. <laughs> Topsy. So you, you Let pro- me take off your Topsy, lady. Pretty uh, lady uh, woman. No. Ooh. Like what I see on the Z-Z Topsy CD. <laughs> Does not make any sense? I wish you would leave. So, well, I will in a minute. I will, but I want to. Well, you just don't explain anything. I mean, I've asked you like fifty different questions, and you don't tell me any answers. I'm sorry. I'll stop doing that now. Ask me a question, and I'll give you a direct okay. answer. Why did you come to my house? It was on the way. Okay. Where were you going? Cockfight. Okay. Why are you wearing overalls and you're caked in mud? You just got back. Uh huh. From the cockfights, even though you said you were just going. No, no, there. not from the cockfights. Just got back from where? My farm. Where's your farm? Englewood. California? No. Where? Kentucky. Okay. Why do you only have one leg? Chocolate. No, no, not... What? <laughs> Woman? 
first of all, you should know better than to speak without being spoken to. It's bullshit. Second of all, I had a tractor incident when I was 14. Mm-hmm. Got one leg now. A tractor incident? Yes. What does that mean? A tractor ran over my leg. Um, was your son, your piece of shit son driving it? I was 14. He wasn't... You could still have a son at 14. How old could he be to You're, drive You a also seem dumb as fuck, so you'll probably put a baby on a tractor. First of all, I've... Yes. No, well, no to being dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The... But, but yes, you got to teach a kid how to mow. How to mow? Just like you got to teach your woman how to blow. We're not talking about a riding lawnmower. You said a tractor. Yes. Yeah, in general, like tractors are used to pull like combining equipment or like something for harvesting. I got a farm, motherfucker. I know exactly. Okay, what but you said so you're going to teach him how to mow. You're not using a tractor to mow things. I'm not. How are you going to tell me what I'm not doing? I mean, I don't even want to tell don't you. Don't tell Locke what he can't do. Don't tell a what? Don't tell Locke what he can't do. He's Locke from Lost. From Lost. It's my <laughs> second would, favorite show. Why would you make? What's your first favorite show? Roseanne. That's fine. Why would you make that reference? It's been so many years since that show's been off the air. And nobody's going to know what you're talking about. I'm surprised I even did. I, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I said Lock from Lost. Oh, it took it, you a minute. Yeah, because I don't... <laughs> not generally in the uh, the business huh? of remembering... Huh? 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 Okay. So, anyway. You wanted a direct answer. Uh-huh. I was eight years old. Can you leave now? Yep. <laughs> you were really starting to That's wiggle my That's my next pickle. question. That was my next you question. You're really starting to wiggle my pickle. I'm going to tell you. I'm absolutely not. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think we're friends at this point. No, we're not. Well, that was I'm never established. My phone's ringing. Damn it! I can't, just can't believe you have a phone. Why? It's a flip know. one. Did your brother buy it for you? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, is this a trick question? <laughs> That's pretty straightforward. Why would you think that my brother brought me my phone? No, because he has money, and you're stupid redneck that got run over by a baby driving a tractor. But I'm rich too I'm famous in my own circles You're not Yeah in your own circles Okay Just because Okay just because you get famous For cockfighting mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you're famous That means that That's the same as like If I went to the, the same gas station every day right. And the guy inside knew my name Because I go there every day That'd be badass It's not It's literally the dumbest thing in the world It just means you go to a place too much I started to think you're not even famous in the cockfighting circle. No, I absolutely am. Anyway, I was eight well, years old. Why don't old. you call one person who knows? What'd you say? Why don't you call one person who will verify that? <laughs> Do you call your brother and ask him? Call this number. Uh... I can't. We don't. I have any Skype uh, credits left. What the fuck? Uh, is our Skype? show doesn't have it. It's what? the thing we use to call people. Okay, well, anyways, I'm eight years old. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the market, farm fresh. Is this how you got involved in cockfighting? Is what you're trying to tell yes. me this whole time? Yeah. Well, if if I let you finish the story, will you leave? Yes. Okay. Story's about three hours. Okay. okay. So, we do have a guest coming up here in a minute. So, who? No, nobody that you would care about. Is it Lil Boozy? No, but he does do rap music. So, ah, oh, bullshit. And I'm not racist or anything. You clearly are. I just don't. <laughs> I'm. I'm not okay, racist. Let me, okay, I got it, one question for you. Though. Okay. Do you like black people? No. Exactly. But that's their fault. Okay. How? 
Look at the way that they treat our country. How is that? Rapping about cars and women and calling women bitches. Sir, can I make one point real quick? Yeah. They're talking about things that hypothetically happened. You literally said that you make money by killing chickens in a battle to the death. Kill chickens. Well, you allow. Okay. Still, by inaction, you're allowing it. It's still, you're culpable. Have you ever seen a cockfight? No, I don't want to. Now, Google that shit. No, I'm not. It's bad, I man. refuse. It's bad. Like, in the good way. Uh-huh. So, I was a, and I'm walking down the cold dirt road, and I hear a bunch of racket. Uh-huh. So, I'm thinking, what the, what the fuck's the racket? Mm-hmm. So, I start walking down a path, and I hear more racket, and it's coming from inside a barn. You know, it occurs to me. That your story could be told much more succinctly if you just cut out the fact, like all the superfluous facts. Like, I heard something, I walked down, I heard some more stuff, I walked down, I heard some more stuff. Just say you heard something, went to the place, and then. Motherfucker, don't tell me how to talk. It's speak, but alright. Speak. What is that? Is that like iTunes or something? Like Siri speak? No, I don't even know how you would get that from that. This is bullshit. Anyway, this is, you're a bad interviewer. I'm going to tell you that right okay, now. Okay, fair enough. Fair, fair, it's more than fair. It's, it's, it's sustainable. Mm-hmm. I, I could, I'll tell you this. I, uh, we were, before you showed up, we were talking about how much money it would take to murder somebody. Literally, I would kill you right now for nothing. I honestly think you're a piece of shit. That was a little harsh. You. I'm gonna be honest. I don't care. I want. I would. I would lock you in the ring with your roosters, and I would. They would murder you. No, they would not. Why are you raising your eyebrows in a weird, sexually suggestive way? Because I was driving a Lincoln way before I got paid to drive a Lincoln. <laughs> oh, good. It seems like as though have you ever what you were doing backseat of a Lincoln? No, not a chicken, especially. Have you ever been fucked by a juggalo killer? <laughs> uh, yes, unfortunately. Okay. I'm going to take off here. Okay. But I want to... Be careful of the steps because you only have one leg because you're no, an idiot. I, I, what? No, no, no. The idiot was the baby driving the tractor. Right, Derek. He's a piece of shit. I know. Motherfucker doesn't know how to drive. Well, I, that's fine. Well, I mean, he does now. He's he's 17. Okay. I beat so you're the 31. shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Why did you beat the shit out of him? Oh, all, all the time. What do you mean? I know, but why? Because I'll come home and be listening to that rap music. Oh, I see. So because you're a weird racist, you beat up your kid. Don't worry about my damn Also, I don't know how you would have walked from Inglewood, Kentucky to Hyde Park, because I don't think there's any cockfights in Hyde Park. You'd be right. Well, no, I'm not in Hyde Park. I said I was on my way. Do you listen? So you were walking all the way from Inglewood, mm-hmm. and you ended up through here going, yeah. what, mm-hmm. to Hillsboro or something? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, so I'm going to It would take, take you literally weeks. I'm going to take off like my bitch's prom dress. <laughs> but uh, it was nice talking to you. No, Thanks for having me I on. I cannot say the same. And uh, I hope you'll have me back. No, I will not. But I'll talk to you, you later. Will, literally, you will never be coming back to this show. But I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. Hey. Hey. What's up? I don't know. What? What just happened? There's a guy named Matthew McCon- McConaughey, <laughs> who's apparently the McConaughey? twin brother of... Yeah, the twin brother of Matthew McConaughey. 
and he's famous in cockfighting circles. Like rooster battles? Yeah, and he only has one leg, and he's really stupid and racist. <laughs> oh, that seems odd. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why he showed up. <laughs> there was literally no prompting for him to come in here. <laughs> That's super weird. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. Well... Let's, I guess let's get back on track to the show. I mean, we only have ten minutes before the guy calls for the interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that, I do have two of the best stories. Well, you can tell one now. And, and they lead to each other, which is great. I can. So, um, well, let's do some questions first, and we'll do the story afterwards. Okay. So we didn't do questions last week. Okay. And, like, uh, I'd like to report that Vanessa is back safely and did not get murdered by the guy she met on Xbox Live. I don't want to meet him. He's not coming to my house to murder us. I was going to say. Why? You met him on Xbox Live playing a Batman game that's like three years old. Did you guys do Look, it? Love, love works some weird way. What? It's kind of my business. By saying that, it means it totally happened. And so. Yeah, you definitely had sex with him. Oh. I would say in multiple positions multiple times. Maybe on a washer or dryer. Okay, anyway, can we move on? <laughs> the look that she gave me, though, was kind of weird because it was almost like like I was just being completely stupid off the top of my head. For some reason, it was the first thing that came to me. But she just gave me a look that, like, that's possible. That How did I figure that out? No. Which is weird. Yeah, you kind of, I mean, well, no. he tried to stuff her in a washer or dryer when he <laughs> no, tried yeah, to kill I, her. I expected that, yeah. Is he, like, serial killer at all? Not at all. No, I don't. What's his favorite band? I don't know. Oh, just the sounds of women screaming once they're getting killed. <laughs> Torture chambers. <laughs> yeah. What what music does he like? I, I don't know. How do you not know? You talk all the time. You talk she on the phone. Went, you went look, there. She's just trying to get you with You just went it. there to get a little bit, obviously. You can do that here. It's not... Not with, not with Xbox Live, dudes. <laughs> I mean, you could, but... Yeah. I mean... Okay, fair. Well, I'm glad that you guys had enjoyable sex. You just gave me a thumbs up so that that confirmed. I'm a virgin. You're not a virgin. <laughs> Justin's laugh made me laugh really hard. Because Justin literally just that, gave a laugh of like, uh, wow, you're full of shit. <laughs> the, the, the phrase, I'm a virgin, coming out of your mouth is the most hilarious. Like, even if you're in like a nativity play playing the Virgin Mary... <laughs> And you said that everyone in the audience would be like, this is the greatest comedy that's ever been written. <laughs> and also, why is the Virgin Mary an Asian woman? It's really sexist, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> and racist. Well, you are a racist, Vanessa. Well, it's not, I mean, traditionally. I mean, you can play whatever role you want to. You be Jesus if you want. I don't care. <clears throat> Baby Jesus. <laughs> It'd be very weird, too. <laughs> I just, never mind. Okay, so... Where were we? Also, I don't think it was... This episode has been derailed. Yeah, I know. Ways. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> we're glad you didn't die. Yes, we are glad that you're back. back. Lauren was supposed to be here, but I know every week she texted me last night and said, "Can I come to Big Snackers tomorrow?" And I said, "Yeah, I'll pick you up after work." And then, don't know. Text her right now. Make her feel bad. Oh, I was supposed to. Um... Someone told me to call you Diddle Boy. It's not someone. It's Carly. 
I mean, I can't confirm or deny that. Well, I, I'll confirm it, and I know that it is. I'm not diddle boy. Why are you diddle boy? I don't know. She just started calling me that. What's wrong with that? Diddle boy? Yeah. It's not a flattering name. Little baby diddle boy. No, I'm not little baby diddle boy. <laughs> it's, my, it's my new rap name, actually. It is. It better be. It was Mr. Stacks. Now it's little baby diddle little boy. Little baby diddle boy. I feel like ODB like, would have used that moniker for real. I feel, yeah, I mean. I hate that I'm losing my voice. I hate the way it sounds because <clears> like, I feel sick. All right, let's do some questions. Oh, and also our guest today is a rapper named Jonas from New York. Who was one of my favorite newer rappers? Which and we probably we probably could have said about thirty minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. So that is our guest today. Yeah, he'll be calling in. We never talked, so, so it'll be interesting. Might be awkward. Yeah. For the first first time ever. We'll have to ask him if he. Um, uh shit. Never mind. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> like almost immediately after I started saying it, I was like, "Oh yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about." Anymore. Well, that's fair. That's fair. Um. I um well yeah let's do some questions. This guy wrote, "Did you guys ever play C-Man for Dreamcast? Was it as hard to jerk off to for you as it was for me?" Mm. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate yes, I that did. question. Yes, Justin I did. and I both no, played C-Man. That's my answer. Yes, I did. No, it wasn't. Um, that game was terrible. I like that game. Really? It's not really a game. It's not. I was gonna say it barely counts as a video game. It's very weird. Anybody that doesn't know, which is probably most people, there's a Dreamcast game called C-Man. And Were there was like this raised? fish yeah. with like a creepily human type face. Yeah, it looked like a Japanese businessman's face. <laughs> and like you could talk to it mm -hmm. through a microphone. Yeah. And, and it, it would respond to you. stuff. What? And it learned. It things? did learn. And like, I guess the idea of it is kind of cool, but it just, it, it wasn't fun to me. It didn't sustain. Well, it's not supposed to be fun. I mean, it's the same way that like Tamagotchis aren't fun. Right. That's what I mean, though. I, that's because I mean I guess you're not then you're not like you're not really an 80 year old grandmother you're more of an 80 year old aunt like you don't like you don't have a maternal instinct you just you're just uh, you live in like Florida and you send email forwards to people but like to the wrong email address right. so like somebody has to correct you and I send I forward emails of like 10 things you didn't know about New York City. Right. And then, like, look at these crystals. They heal you. Look at number four. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my psychic told me. <laughs> Stop. Does anybody know how to use my iPhone? <laughs> it is funny because, actually, very often, my mom still, for some reason, like, I mean, because, you know, like, some moms don't even know how to text or, like, your parents or whatever. Like, my mom texts <clears> and everything <throat> and has a Facebook and knows how to use it. But for whatever weird reason... She still will ask me, like, directions for someplace. Right. And I'm like, Mom, you have an iPhone. Like, you don't even need to know the address. You can literally type in, like, on Google Maps, you know what I mean? You can type in, like, the name of the Chili's Western yeah. Hills. Mm -hmm. And, like, it'll take you straight there, turn by turn. But she just always forgets. So it's always like, well, how do I get to that place? I'm like, Mom, just use your iPhone. Well, it must run in the family or something. I'm not an 80-year-old person when it comes to computers. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, any but I swear to God, anyone you could ask any fucking person we Fine. know who's ever Hold had on. to deal with you and computers. Oh, sorry about the noise. Hold on. What are you doing now? I'm I'm calling somebody real quick. You so said we can ask anybody. Yeah, who are you calling? Listen, 
Because if you're ca- calling Chris Blair, that doesn't count. <laughs> I'm not because he's Chris like Blair. a 95 year old man. Yeah, absolutely. Piece of shit. What? What? Anyways, so, sorry. Who are you trying to call? I was calling Carissa. Because you are the two that keep on being accusatory of my habits. I don't appreciate it. Of your habits? When it comes to my computer. There's no, it's not a habit, it's just you don't know how to operate it. Yes, I do. No, I'm sorry. I've known you for a number of years. You do not. You're terrible with technology. No. Okay, fine. Hold on. I don't know. We don't need to keep we'll calling call an people. Expert. No. This is our friend Greg, and Greg literally is Microsoft certified and fixes computers for a living. Right. And the last time that I saw you and Greg in a room together, you asked him if there was a way that he could luck- he could recover your hard drive because you broke another laptop. <laughs> Probably the seventeenth one since I've known you, uh, Greg. Yeah. Uh, you're on Big Snackers Live right now. Uh, hey. So Justin and I were having a debate. Um, when it comes to computers, am I like an eighty year old man? Yes, I would say so. Thank you. See, I think you're. It, I think what? It's undeniable, Ryan. <laughs> How that so? Is an undeniable fact. How so? Because you're. A computer expert, so I was hoping to get your backup, but obviously not. What? You want me to back you up or Justin? Me. Why would I do that? <laughs> You're terrible at computer. <laughs> no, I'm right. Not. Thank you. Exactly. How many times what? have I asked you to fix my computer? Like almost every month. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might be a little bit of an exaggeration. No, it is not. Uh... Maybe a little bit, but not much. <sighs> All right, well. How many, time, how many times have you dropped your computer or somebody had knocked it off or a cat still pop in it or, or uh, you downloaded some porn and got some viruses? You know, <laughs> how many times? Uh, uh, okay, fine. You know what? Fine. You guys win this round. It's the only round. There is no other round. Okay, well, that's fine. You guys win, but... All right, Greg, I will uh, call you when we're done. All right. Greg and uh, I... Greg and you I... need to fix your computer later? <laughs> no, I thought... <laughs> we're getting dinner, aren't we? Uh, should I fix your computer? Yeah, if you could do that, that would also be nice, but I'll call you later. No. All right. All right. Bye. <laughs> Hello? Hey, how's it going? This is Jonas. What's up, man? How you doing? All right. Um, um I'll just I'll make it sure I was calling the right number. <laughs> you are. This yeah. is Big Snackers. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, I'm Ryan, and my co-host here is Justin. What's up? Pleasure to meet you guys. It's Indeed. a pleasure to meet you. Thank you for coming on today. It's a. Uh, this is only the second or third time we've had a lot of musicians, but 
because I've been in punk bands, so I have a lot of connections in that area. But this is one of the fr- you're one of the second or third guests that you know we don't know personally, so that's is cool and interesting, and I'm a big fan. Oh, that's awesome! That's awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad to break into the inner circle. <laughs> <laughs> it is you are you. It's a coveted place to be. Um, nice. Yeah, we pretty much just chat for a little bit, and then. I was actually going to say, it's weird, as we do have one connection, is that randomly a girl that I'm working on an album with sings on one of your songs. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, Jasmine. Yeah, Jasmine Poole. Who, yeah, which is weird, Justin. I don't know if you knew that, but no. she is uh, in a band called Wonky Tonk from Cincinnati. And yeah, yeah. How, yep. did, how did that happen? It's such, It's so random to me. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of random to me too. <laughs> um, so I work with a producer, um, his name is Corbett. Uh, and I guess, you know, he's, he's a pretty eclectic music producer who work with, you know, you know, rappers, right. pop singers, country artists, you know, uh, whatever, you know. Um, and so I had originally recorded a record that had a sample in it and, um, I wanted to like recreate it to make it an all original recording. Right. So I wrote the hook. Um, I wrote this hook for a female part, you know, I did my verses and, you know, I kind of sent it to him and I was like, you know, if you know any female singers, you know, feel free to like send some samples my way. And long story short, um, the first sample he sent me was Jasmine's vocal recording of the hook that I wrote. And I was just like, wow, you know, she had taken it to such a different place than I imagined um, it going. And I was just like, God, it sounds amazing. Um, she has a very and, unique yeah, voice. Yeah, we just decided to use it. Yeah. She has a very distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Which I think you do too. I think this the track works awesome together. And I like I, I like the fact that I think you're a great singer and a great rapper. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, well, I appreciate your music. Um so you're from New York, right? Yep, New York City, South Bronx. Are you are you signed right now? Uh no, I'm I'm independent. Um, you know, it's just something that uh I take pride in at this very moment. You know, I'm not anti-major labels or anything but you know i kind of just want to take the movement as far as i possibly can um independently uh, and so i'm still kind of riding that wave no i think that's completely awesome i think especially in 2015 being independent i mean is like there's so much what is the word i'm trying to say here there's so much opportunity to like stay independent and still be very successful Absolutely. with the Absolutely. internet and major labels you know not crumbling, but I mean, to a degree, it's definitely <clears throat> more of a free for all, which I think is awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to say, because I mean, you have YouTube videos that have millions of plays, and I figured that there's got to be some people knocking on the door at least. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, we've had conversations. Um, I've definitely had conversations uh, with different labels and. Um, and you know, there's definitely interest there, but you know, I, I'm kind of making them, making them wait. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I mean, when the time is right, you know, and, and when I feel like, you know, the, the time is, is right to make that jump, um, you know, I'll, I'll make that jump. But for now, you know, everything has been moving really well. And, uh, you know, I kind of like where it's at, you know what I mean? It's growing every single day, every week, every month, every year. And, you know, it's, you know, as long as it keeps going upward, um, I have nothing to complain about. Oh, absolutely. I think that's awesome. As I was going to say, like, when I first discovered your music a couple years, well, maybe two years ago, I think, yeah. um, 
I started playing it for everybody, and we were on tour, the band I was in, and I was just like, like, you're obviously already doing well, but I was like, man, if this guy got signed to a major label or, like, got some certain, I was like, he could be literally huge. Like, I feel like your actual, like, rapping skills and stuff are so much better than most mainstream people, so. <laughs> I appreciate that, that's for sure. I mean, one day we're going to knock about the box, though, you know, one, one, I mean, you know, it may actually be soon, too, uh, so, you know, um, we'll see that major label, and hopefully, you know, everything, you know, does work out, you know, when, when that time comes, and, you know, we'll be able to hear the music on radio, and, um, you know, all the perks that major labels come with. So, uh, you know, it, it'll happen, you know, um, it's just a matter of time and, you know, I just kind of want to take the, you know, be patient with it. And, um, but yeah, man. <laughs> right. Well, especially cause, uh, you just did a remix for, uh, for uh, blank space, the Taylor Swift song. Yep. Which is really cool. People should definitely check that out. But the video, I mean, it's getting tons of views, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> Last week, Justin and I were talking to a guy named Vinny, who's in a band called The Movie Life, and I'm The Avalanche, and we uh, ended up talking about top three influential rap albums, just like, to our lives. Well, we were trying to do, right. like, uh, ones that were, like, if you had one that was older, and then one that was, like, you know, like, more recent, like, the early 2000s or late 90s, and then one that was, like, pretty recent, you know, like, a newer one, like, right. three... Like we were trying to go across the thing because or across like eras because we have a lot of fans right. who are younger and uh, mm -hmm. you know they don't know any. We've gotten so many like messages and letters and stuff that say like they don't know anything about hip hop but they like what we've recommended so far. So we were gonna see if you had any maybe three recommendations that you want to give since you know. Yeah, it's been it's been cool because Justin does stand up comedy and I've been in a bunch of bands so like we do have like a younger audience and we've gotten tons of emails of people. They were just like, I never really listened to hip hop, but you know, yeah. after your guys' podcast, like Justin and I just both have always loved hip hop, so we talk about it a lot. And it's funny because people have been like, you know, like I guess the, this podcast has like opened their mind to a lot of new stuff and rap artists, which I think is cool. Which is why we're trying to have more hip hop artists on the show as well because we want to expose people to it that might have just never really listened to it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um... Wait, so you're asking me which ones I would pick from the different eras? Yeah, yeah if, if you, you got, got, yeah, if you got yeah, a couple. Yeah, if you had three from, you know, old school to, you know, oh, hmm. 90s. That's, that's, actually, that's a good question. <laughs> to new. Oh, boy. <laughs> it, it is a hard um, question. It's definitely, off the top of your head especially, because when Justin and I thought of it, it was really hard for me. You know, it's not something you can just immediately think of necessarily, but. Right, right. I mean, because there's so many options, to. too, but. <laughs> But if I, I guess if I had to sum it up, uh, okay, okay, okay. The, the '90s is going to be the toughest one. Um, <laughs> because just because there's so your, many, is that your favorite? So many era? good rap albums. Um, damn, that's a tough one. Uh, I would say like uh, I think a big album back then uh, was Tupac. Um, Believe Me Against the World is the album I'm thinking of. But you put out so many different albums with the same songs on different albums, it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to trace it back. But uh, I would say Pac had a huge influence. He was selling the most records, but also at the same time, um, in the 90s, you know, not, not only was he selling the most albums, um, he was, you know, pro prolific when it came to, like, talking about cultural issues and social issues and, and 
you know, you know, going down that route as well as being commercially acceptable. So, right. and I'll say a Tupac album is probably in the '90s. Um, in the 2000s, I would say Jay Z really took it to that next level. Um, I would say the Blueprint <laughs> album is probably one of my favorites in the early to mid 2000s. Um, that is also one of mine. Yeah, man. No, it's just a, it, he just took it. He's, you know, what we're seeing more of today is we're seeing like artists that are um, just more entrepreneurial. You know, they get more aspects of like the whole, the whole career, not just like the rapping part. You know what I'm saying? Like they get the touring, they get the branding, they get the, you know, you need to have your accounting straight so you don't go broke after you know your music right. career is done. So it, you know, they're, they're, like... they're starting to. Oh, sorry. Again? sorry. Go ahead. No, no, they're starting to get it, you know, and I think Jay-Z started that, you know what I mean? Like, he made the corner office in the office building cool, you know, yeah. and the rapper could sit in that office and be the artist as well. Yeah, because he, he was more like um, a guy who wanted to go from being just an artist to being, like, CEO. Like, he wasn't... Exactly. It wasn't, like, about that... For, it wasn't really... I mean, the art was important to him, but, like, if you see him now, he's a sports agent. I was he gonna say, didn't he recently brand. like start like a sports agency? Yeah, or like, like I mean, not even a sports agency. I think just an entertainment agency in general. You know, yeah, he's yeah. like representing all kinds of people and like doing all this stuff. And it's like that's that's like huge diversification. It was him and like it was him and like like you know Puff Daddy, P Diddy, right. whatever you want to call yeah. him. Like those two really yeah. were the ones who meant. Because if you think about it, you're right. There weren't really a lot of hip hop tours and stuff like that before. Jay-Z. No, for a long time, rappers didn't really seem to tour like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which mm-hmm. me and Justin growing up punk rock kids, like it's such a polar opposite. Like yeah, all you do, do is tour. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the band, yeah. I, the band I was in for the last five years, you know, we were touring about eight or nine months out of the year. Like when we yeah. were home, yeah. when we were home for more than a month or two, like it was super weird. Yeah. And now, <laughs> like, Yo, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. And like now my new band, well, I'm, I'm in a rap group now. And like, we, we nice. want, we want to tour. Like super bad. We'll get there, obviously, but we're new. So, we're, but uh, we were actually said last week, Jay Z. I feel like I don't like every Jay Z album, but he has you know at least three or four classic records. Say that again, sorry, I didn't hear you. Oh, I was gonna say, we actually said we're talking last week, and uh, Jay Z. I might not like every single record he does, but he has at least three or four like absolute classic records. Which how many oh, art- yeah. how many artists can really say that? Right, um, absolutely. When you no, say no, classic, I mean like we were also talking about how some people I think throw it around too generously. Like I mean like literally classic, you know, like some of the best hip hop records of all time. Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. Um, yeah, which is huge, you know, and and you know I, I I think it's just a testament to his power, and you know I think he just had a huge influence, you know what I mean. So he would definitely be by like early to mid two thousand. And then I think for like the current stuff, it, it has to be Drake. You know what I mean? Just because, you know, I, I I don't necessarily like every single record he puts out. You know, I think he caters a lot to the females, and I'm not a female, so you know, <laughs> naturally I don't fucking listen to him singing and crooning me to the you know, <laughs> the speakers and shit. But you know, but when he decides to like actually you know rap and you know uh, kind of lend his talent to the side of hip hop that I just enjoy more. Um, you know, I, I think that he actually is in the spot that he deserves to be in. And I think he's a great lyricist. And um, he's also somebody who I think kind of takes the whole Jay-Z approach 
and wants it, you know, wants to diversify his, you know, his career as well. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think that he's, I would probably say so far gone is, which is the album that put him on the map, um, would probably be the mixtape slash album. Um, that is the most notable, I think in our recent history. Um, but yeah. What did you think of his new one? Um, the newest one I thought was dope too. Um, I thought it was a a lot darker, you know what I mean? Like he stripped away all, you know, you're not, you know, you're not hearing a lot of major chords and, you know, he's not singing for weddings and, you know, you know what I mean? Like he's not like doing, you know, some of the stuff that he typically does to reach radio. And I think he stripped all that stuff back and decided to just be raw. You know what I mean? A, a lot of it sounds like, you know, this could have been one of his, like his first demo. You know what I mean? I like when artists who are established go back to some of that raw motion and kind of talk about the things that are around them in a very raw way. Um, and I think that's what this album was all about. And I think, you know, that's exactly why people are receiving it, uh, really well. You know what I mean? And he kind of stripped, he, he took away the bells and whistles and kind of just gave it to us straight. You know, so I think this new album is dope. You know, I, I got to digest it a little bit more, um, you know, uh, to kind of go any further into detail, but, you know, I think it's dope. I, I agree. What do you guys think of it? I, I agree. I think I like it a lot better than, uh, the last one. Take what was care. it called? Or not take care. No, I love take care. Um, nothing was the same. same, Yeah, I think it's a lot better. And like like you said, I think it's a testament to his power and how huge he actually is. Is that he kind of just came out with something darker that doesn't really have like a clear cut single or video, and it still sold what five hundred thousand in a week. (laughs) Yeah, something insane. Still crushing it. (laughs) And he didn't have like video promotion or anything like you know or a big single like it's put it out like. Um, my only thing with Drake is I actually agree with you is I completely get why he doesn't make this album because he's not trying to cater to me. And like you said, a lot of the stuff is more for female listeners, but it's like when Drake does just straight up rap, like, and go in, like he is super talented and I wish he would just make a record that was just like, I like the singing and like, I want hooks and catchiness, but like. I wish he would make a record that just more focused just on rap. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, I feel if he yeah, did that, you and a million other people trust me. <laughs> <laughs> right, and and I the reason he doesn't do that is because if he did that, he, he honestly probably wouldn't be as successful or famous. Right. Oh, absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. I, I mean, because although a million people do wish he would rap more, there are ten million people that are <laughs> purchasing and illegally downloading <laughs> what he's putting out right. now. Right. The singing, the girls, they right. fucking run the music world. They just so, that's the they, yeah. just, they just wanted to go out on stage and take off his shirt and say as a wife beater on and do uh Mar- you know. Mar- yeah. <laughs> We were always joking about it because uh I I went and saw Drake <clears throat> and maybe two years ago. Yeah. I don't know. It was that was last it was year. A, it was, it was a tour year. that was like Jake Cole, Drake, Waka Flocka, French Montana, and someone else. I don't remember. But either way, like there was a part of the show where like everything went completely dark, and then he, he the light like spotlight came on the lone spotlight, and he was shirtless with like oh, God. with like sweat. Yeah, they had like, like sprayed him, but down. it was like fake, obviously, right. like like dripping off of him. And then he did Marvin's room, and I was just like, "This is the cheesiest thing ever!" Like, I'm a fan, but man, like 
But I will say, his entire female fan base went fucking insane. Shit over that of course, day. yeah. It's like the man. He he's doing. The man's a great performer. Like the show, I was going to say. Like in my opinion, J Cole blew him out of the water. On a yeah, pure... J Cole is another one. He's he's really dope. Absolutely, I think. I well, Justin, I said this last week. It's hard to say he's underrated because he's doing huge, but I feel like he doesn't in the hip hop community get the respect of how good he actually is. But I, right, th- I, th- right. I think that might right. also be hindered by the fact that his first record just wasn't really that good, which he acknowledges. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, everyone's destiny is different, right? You got some people out there, you know, like the Tupacs, who can, you know, be raw as all hell and you know, you know, not very commercially acceptable, but still sell a ton of albums. Granted, it's a different time period. Yeah. You know, but but still, you know, there, there are artists that can do that, and then there's artists who kind of take it to a softer side, and they and that and that's when they sell like like a Nelly, for instance, like he sold more albums than I think everyone, uh, every one of the artists we just talked about oh, combined. Yeah. yeah, that first you know Nelly I mean? album. So I mean, country grammar. It's one of those albums that yeah. literally yeah. everyone has. Yeah, and everybody knows yeah. almost every song on it because almost every song became a single. It's almost like the Marshall Mathers LP, right? Like. Anyone yeah. you know has that record or has owned it at some point. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so you know everyone has their own lane. You know, and it's interesting. And you know, it, you know, and that's why you know album sales may not be a full testament to like how good the artist actually is. And you know, I think that I think it is accurate to say J Cole's underrated because you know we're judging him. You know, not based on the local rapper. You know, based because if he did, you know, he'd be fucking. Oh, you know, be a monster. We can't even. It's incomparable. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like absolutely. he's doing amazing. You know, but when you compare him to the Drake, and you compare him to, you know, some of the other people that are doing a little, you know, better album sales wise. You know, I, th- I think that I don't know. I think that you know, just the time that we're in the music, you know, where you know some more gimmicky things sell. I yeah. think you know. I think he plays the background a little bit, kind of like a Nas. You know, Nas also played in the shadows of Jay Z. You yeah. know what I mean? And Nas is an incredible lyricist, like one of the greatest, you know, but... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Weird. It's weird, I, man. Spe- speaking of everyone having their own lane and having their own destiny and also gimmicky things selling, I don't know if you can explain this because we talk about this a lot on here, and I don't know what your opinion <laughs> of it is, but the whole, what I've dubbed the uh, the uh, anti-autotune movement, like the Young Thug, <laughs> right. the Rich Homie Kwan... The stray rum, whatever I don't know how race drum, race drum, yeah, uh, dead loaf, like all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I mean, what your feelings are on it, but I feel like it's interesting in its own way. But at the same time, I don't. I think it lacks a lot of the merit that like people who work extremely hard on production and lyrics and things like that, uh, you know, have on offer. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah, go on. No, no, yeah, go ahead. I was I was gonna say I know you uh I mean, obviously probably don't wanna like talk trash on anybody, but like it's definitely just a sound that I don't like I feel like an old man because like I feel like I'm that guy that's just like I don't I don't get it. I, it just doesn't make sense to me how it's so big. Yeah, yeah. That's the cool thing about music, right? You know, and you know, I, it, everything comes in it, everything comes in waves, you know what I mean? Like and you know, I think a huge part of um, why certain people are successful is the, well, you know, the youth. You know what I'm saying? Like the right. youth 
control music more than ever. You know what I mean? Because the the access to the music is easier than ever. You know what I'm saying? Like all they have to do is go on their computers. Everyone's got a computer, an iPhone, an iPad, something, right? Back in the day, you'd literally have to walk into a Tower Records or you'd have to walk into some sort of CD shop and then you'd buy the album. And if you weren't 18 years old, you couldn't get it unless your parent was with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or you stole it or something. You know what I mean? Like, so it's become more accessible to obtain music. And I think, you know, there is a generational gap between, um, you know, the, the kids that are controlling the music and people who may be like, you know, enthusiasts like yourself and myself and whoever else who are just like that may like the music for you know the quality and, and not the quantity you know what i'm saying but Absolutely. the youth man they don't give a fuck <laughs> all they care about is like how it makes them feel or you know maybe some people like it because their friend likes it you know what i'm saying or because it's setting a trend right now or because they're at house parties and that's where they hear the music and you know that's what you what they vibe to so i think like the people like the young thugs and you know, they really, you know, they gravitate towards a certain consumer that, you know, just so happens to be the biggest consumer at this point. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, I kind of, I'm eclectic. You know what I mean? I listen to country music. I listen to some ratchet-ass hip-hop. And then I listen to, like, Lupe. And then I listen to, like, you know, I, I listen to a whole bunch of different things because um, I feel like that's the way I'm going to become the most... Uh, the you know the most creative I can be is if I kind of take in everything and take a little bit of inspiration from this inspiration from that and kind of just make my own different mold of all of it you know what I mean so yeah no hate on those guys you know it's definitely easier to fucking get drunk and fucking scream sing into a microphone and then auto tune it than it is to like sit down and really think it out you know that there's no doubt about that um but at the end of the day, if you're selling records and all you're doing is singing out of tune, then you're a fucking great. There's a hustle. <laughs> you're, yeah, absolutely, that's hustle. amazing. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say is I, I've noticed too. I think, obviously, um, you're a lyrical person because you're a writer and an artist and musician. Justin does stand-up comedy, and like, also like we made music together, and like all three of us, I would say, are definitely very lyrical people. And I've right. noticed, I think a lot of that stuff is you'll talk to some people and they don't really care about lyrics. You know what I mean? Like, they just like the beat. Yeah. yeah. And like, uh, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah. by any means. It's just like, to me, yeah. I can't look at something objectively like that. Like, I I do care about lyrics. Like, yeah, if something absolutely. has really dumb lyrics to me, like, it, it's going to bother me. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Uh, I'm 100% team lyrics. <laughs> but, you know, that's a, that's a beautiful thing about music, right? It's like at, everyone gets something different from it, you know? And at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, you know, whether it's, a, you know, maybe someone relates so much with the production that is like, you know, I mean, this may be an extreme way to put it, but it saves their life, you know? They're able to listen to something, and not because of the lyrics, but because of the way the beat makes them feel, makes them happy, it makes them, you know, uh, you know, optimistic, or whoever knows, you know, who knows what they what they get from it, you know, they, they're able to live their lives more positively and, and kind of go about their day. And so, you know, so that's the cool thing about music. We all kind of contribute something different, and I think it affects people in different ways. And, you know, as long as it's pushing people forward, um, I, you know, it's cool. Yeah, you know? I don't, I don't yeah, even think it's extreme. It, music definitely saves lives. It's it's important. Yeah. It's what's weird to me is I'm sure you have too, and we've talked about it before. Is like 
every once in a while you'll meet like some person and you ask them about like you know what's your favorite band or whatever like generic question they're just like I don't really listen to music and like that's so weird to me. Say that again. Sorry, you broke up. Oh, I was saying like sometimes like you'll meet like every once in a while you'll meet that random person who you like have like you know the generic what's your favorite band or musician question they'll just be like oh I don't really listen to music and like that's so weird to me people like that. Like yeah, <laughs> I can't. I just can't imagine like not listening to music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. No music. Period. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy person. It, it is. Like that's. A, it's literally insane to me. Like I can't even imagine. But I don't know. Some people, I guess. Um, <clears throat> what I was going to ask is, you basically the three things we always talk about on this podcast are music, video games, and movies. Like it's mostly pop culture stuff, obviously. But uh, are you a gamer at all? Um, I used to be, I used to, I used to, um, like all the sporting games, like NBA 2K, FIFA, Madden, you know, I used, I used to go heavy, but that's a fight night even. Oh man, I went, there was one point in time where I played fight night, like religiously. Um, and I think the only other like combat game I played was Call of Duty. I was like, that was it. Call of Duty, yeah. I was, but we, uh, we yeah. just, we just did warp tour all summer this past summer and, uh, in the vehicle, yeah, I got very, very addicted to NBA 2K15. Hell yeah. 15, but, like, me and our merch guy would sit there and play it all night. It was, it was I got very addicted. That and Madden. <laughs> Tour life. Yeah, I mean, because what else are you going to do anyways? And I'm not good at sleeping, so. <laughs> which on Warped Tour is a terrible thing because you have to load in at 8 a.m. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, yeah, I've heard what was intense. You did the whole thing. Yeah, we well, we did uh, two years ago. We did the last two or three weeks of it, and then last year we did the whole thing. Nice. Minus that's me, what's up. Minus me, I didn't. I missed the last week of it because I got in a really bad car wreck. But oh man, sorry to hear that. No, it's okay. But my band had to play without me, which sucked. I felt really bad, but it's not really something you can control, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But it could no, be worse. Sure. So, um, <clears throat> oh my gosh, I'm getting sick, and I, I sound like an asshole. Yeah, it's going around. It's going around, dude. <laughs> I, I literally was just like feeling sick the other day. Fucking sucks. This that change. This is a change in the weather. Is what it is. As soon as it starts <laughs> yep. getting towards spring, like yep. everybody gets fucking cold. Or... Um, something. I w- yeah, I I would like to have your opinion on, especially because. You're from New York, and he's not from New York, but he moved to New York. And I think he's a very polarizing, interesting rapper that doesn't really get talked about at this point, but I think had the potential to be one of the greatest out right now and made songs that I think are great. But um, do you have any thoughts on Charles Hamilton? Oh, man, Charles <laughs> Hamilton. That's a name I haven't heard in forever. Yeah, that's what I mean, um, exactly. <laughs> he... he he put out too much Damn. to me, so there was definitely a lot of garbage. Like I think he had like five mixtapes in two months. or oh, something. Oh, he like put that. out so many songs; it's insane. But like when you take the best of the best, I feel like he was seriously like close to untouchable. Like for a little while, like he was on fire, and then he just dropped off the face of the planet. Yeah, he had some personal issues. From what I, I mean, I'm I don't know him. Um, so everything I say is pure speculation just from, from a far, far outside No, I definitely read this, a lot of but, the same things. I mean, I know at one point he punched a cop in the face and went to jail. 
And yeah, then, and then you got punched in the face by a girl on camera. Yeah, so yeah, that, that. It, it was, you know, and then you like Sonic. Oh shit, that was so funny. You just brought up the craziest memory, yo. So, <laughs> yo, the girl. All right, so you, you know, obviously you know that he's like the huge Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. And so he was doing that interview, and the girl punched him, and then they made a meme. I think this was like the first meme of all time, <laughs> or like one of one of the first memes ever. And it was just like this gif, uh, photo, you know, the moving photos where the girl punched him in the interview and they kept replaying it and they kept, they showed the, like the animated rings flying out of his head. <laughs> That's actually <laughs> really funny. Like when Sonic loses a life. Oh man, that shit was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just Dude. weird. Like I, I love Charles Hamilton. I think more than most people, like honestly, like I was addicted to his stuff for a while. But like he just yeah ain't nothing like a Brooklyn girl yeah <laughs> uh, yeah I remember that yeah like, I mean I think yeah I, I don't know dude I th- I thought he was pretty dope right I thought it was cool he related to kids that were you know a little different than the typical hip hop fan especially at that time period um, that was like the beginning of the rise of like the new school um, and like the 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 rappers that could you know build a following on the internet because I believe a lot of his uh, momentum started with MySpace. Um, it did, yeah, and absolutely. So, yeah, you know, so I feel like he was at the beginning of that. There was like another rapper, Mickey Fax, um, who kind of fell off since then too. Yeah. Um, but he was he was kind of like doing some, making some big strides. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think it's just, I think they were the first, you know, and a lot of time when you're the first to do something, you don't necessarily always get the credit, but then there's like a shit ton of other people that see what you've done, you know, for both you know, the positives and the negatives, learn from it, and then they surpass you. You know what I mean? And I feel like my era was the ones to kind of watch those dudes doing what they did. And then we kind of like, we're like, okay, MySpace is kind of dead, and we see where this is going. So we're going to take it, pick it up, and thank you guys for showing us the way, but we're out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, right. and I think he just fell in that category, you know what I mean? Which is all credit to him and to Mickey Fax and, and artists like that because they were kind of, like, at the forefront um, of, like, the, the new school, the new age of, like, the cool kids, too. Like, you know, the cool kids, oh, absolutely. they were huge back then. Um, Whatever happened to them, know, too? Well, actually, I know what happened to them. I I must say, I love, love Bake Sale. Yeah, you like, see what I'm saying? Like, the marketing behind that was genius, and that was all them. It was You great. know what I'm saying? Like, And then I just, once their album came out, I didn't like it as much and then now like the solo stuff they're doing right. i cannot get into it's just not for me i guess i don't know yeah they like, were, yeah those guys were the first man when it, when it came to the young the younger dudes and like the entrepreneur the entrepreneurial spirit like so i, I, th- I think that's just all it was not necessarily that they aren't as good as anyone else it's just they were kind of the first to do it and you know, people were just getting used to a new industry and so they kind of fell by the wayside you know yeah they kind of like you know, it's almost like you become like a victim of your own innovation. Mm-hmm. Like you created exactly. something and then it just crushes you because you didn't realize how big of a thing it was going to be. Or you came in at the very end of when something was popular when something else was about to take off, like MySpace. Exactly. Like yep. I can see that. And also like, especially like with like Charles Hamilton and stuff with the way that he kind of reacted to that. And some of the things that I read about and stuff is that like, it was like he became so frustrated with the fact that he had it and lost it in that short amount of yeah. time and yeah. then like couldn't recover from it and just like sort of just went off the deep end a little bit. But you hear about that happening a lot though. So yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I was, yeah. was going to say, to me, I think that's a huge part of it. But also, with the cool kids, I think it's interesting, is I think, like, Bake Sale was so unique, like, when it came out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was very, somehow, like, a mix of super old school and super new and fresh. Yeah. Like, the beats were literally beats. You know what I mean? Like, they barely was any yeah. music. It was literally just, like, drums. And yep. then, like, these clever raps over it. And then when they finally made their actual debut album, I feel like they tried to go for more of like a commercial type sound and normal beats. Yeah. And it just didn't work for me. Like I was like, everything I loved about you is, is like gone on that Fish yeah. Ride Bicycles album. Right. Like, but you got to wonder if somebody told them. Well, yeah, like, absolutely. That, they and need, that you think... guys need to do this. You need to do that. And they didn't listen to what they should have been listening to, which was themselves in the first place. Absolutely. And, like, you know. I, and I think because... I loved the first, like, few J. Cole mixtapes. And then, like I said, like, when his first album came out, I remember, like, I thought maybe I was missing something because I was like, I just don't like this that much. Like, and I love Friday yeah. Night Lights and such for that. And then it's funny because by the time his second album came out, you know, he even had that song about letting Nas down and, like, was doing an interview saying the label was pushing for a certain sound. And I was like, oh, that makes perfect sense. I'm not crazy. Like, he really doesn't even yeah. think his first album was that good. Right. Because I was like, he's so much more talented than this record is. And then, mm-hmm. like, the second album and the new one, I think, are bangers. You he's know what a, I mean? He's also extremely lucky he's young enough to recover from that. Exactly. <laughs> this is yeah. yeah. But, 100%. Uh, I was going somewhere with this, but now we, like, Went just off said it. so <laughs> many I things. Conversations go. We said so many things about so many different things I don't even remember. But that's okay. Um... I mean, we got to finish at least with movies because we got to cover all the nerdy bases here. Right, but right. you seen any movies recently? Uh, I saw American Sniper, um, which I thought was was, was good. I, honestly, it's, it's you know a, a tribute to a, you know an American hero, so um, I thought it was cool. I thought it was a little a little overrated. Yes, um, I described okay. it to people, and maybe this is too far for some people, but I was like, it's like Call of Duty, the movie. Like, I was like, just some of that stuff seems a little far-fetched. Right. Like, but, um, I was gonna say, I saw that, and then, have you seen Kingsman? No, I haven't. I haven't. I honestly haven't been able to go to, um, go to movies like that, or, like, watch movies and shit, just because, you know, the remix campaign has been absolutely, like, taking over my life. Um, but awesome. shit, if you guys have suggestions, I'm all ears. Oh man. I mean, I don't, I watch way too many movies. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I nice. saw interstellar last night for the first time. Okay. Yeah. I heard, I heard that was, uh, that, that was all right. You talk about the longest fucking movie of your it's life. It's very long. I liked it. I think the concept of it was more interesting and better than the actual oh, execution. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's a really, really right. great idea for a movie. It is, but just the, the execution's like it's okay. I get it. Like, yeah, you can <laughs> you can stop now. I mean, it's you're going <laughs> right. all right. Well, it's, now it's an hour and a half later than what it should have been. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll agree with that. That's fair. I was gonna say is yeah. Right. What are, what are you working on right now? I mean, what what do you want to promote or anything just in general? Uh, I'm actually yeah. I'm working on a new project. Um, this EP. Uh, it's um. You know, it's, it's an original body of work. It's going to be like seven to eight songs. It's like a quality over quantity thing. Um, and that's hopefully going to drop in the spring. Uh, but I definitely just want to make sure that I get 
music right, you know, before putting it out, you know, since it's like the first original project in over a year. Um, so, yeah. so I definitely want to get that, that right. Um, and you know, in the meantime, I just been putting out remixes, man. I, I'm such a huge fan of reworking records and just flipping songs. You I know, like your so. killing that. Like I said, the Taylor Swift one was awesome. And then what was the other one you did recently? Completely centuries uh, by Fall Out Boy. Yeah, that was really cool too because I don't like that song, but I really like the <laughs> remix of it. <laughs> nice success, success. Yeah, I mean, that's like, what you it, do, man. Like take those songs and just like pop, and you're like, oh, fucking shit. And turn it into something that's like, okay, you know, for the people that don't like pop, you know, some people like it as is and they hate my version. Um, but oh, then, you know, course. for the most part, it's like people really like it. It's like shit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that. Well, the, the EP, if you need a white guy, I'm your guy. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> so but um, I guess I guess that about wraps it up, right? It's been a while. Mm-hmm. We've been talking for a while. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, got to be like almost 40 minutes in there. You have been very pleasant and awesome to talk to, so thank you very Appreciate much. Appreciate that. Likewise, on. likewise, fellas. You are welcome here anytime. You're in the inner circle now. Yes, With yes. Some, some very cool guests. We've had a lot of success and luck with getting some awesome people, but you've been awesome to talk to, and I'm a big fan of your music. Appreciate that. So, I truly yeah. do, man, and uh, thank you guys for, for taking the time to, um, to, to conduct this. Absolutely. Um, Jonas, which go, he's on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. However you get your music, go get any yeah, of them. Yeah, iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, Spotify, you know, got the Pandora um, station. Um, and if you want to see my my face, go on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Jonas TV. <laughs> we, yeah, we're going to, we'll put uh, one of your videos up on the uh, website for the, when we put up the, uh, the whole nice. podcast tonight. Is there a particular one you'd like us to uh, to do? Uh, no, that's what we I should mean, do. Actually, we always I, I close with a song. That's great. We'll close. Uh, what what song would you like us to close with of yours at the end of the podcast? Um, I would say the Blank Space remix would be pretty dope. Okay. Right. Well, then yeah. that's what we're gonna do. And awesome. uh, hopefully, we'll have you on again. Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. Don't, don't forget the little guys, because uh, I have a feeling that you're definitely gonna blow up. And when you do. Come back on and uh, grace us. It's it's in the circle now, man. <laughs> That's so true. That's right. Cool. Well, thank you very much, uh, Jonas, and have a great night. All right, fellas. You too. All, All right. right. Talk to you See you. Bye. Awesome. What a nice man. Yeah. Really great. Yeah, that was like I said. I didn't. You never know how it's gonna go when it's somebody like, like you don't know at all. Yeah. But I feel like we're friends now. Yeah, I would have liked to have talked to him longer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but. You know, well, he we'll can come back we'll on next time. Um, I'll text him. I'll shoot him all text. I do truly feel like cool. though. <laughs> anyway, what? No, I do truly feel like he's he's going to be very successful. I mean, he already, like I said, he has videos of three million plays, but right, and that I mean that is kind of success in these this time. Absolutely, you know I mean? but his talent. I mean, people that haven't, oh, we'll play it at the end, so you'll hear it anyways. Yeah. But he's a very talented rapper. Mm-hmm. So um, we should probably do some more questions, right? Because we didn't do any last week. Yeah, we can do that. Well, you want to tell your stories? I can do those afterwards. I can do them quick. They can go back to back because it's very weird. We'll just do it now. Okay, well. (laughs) I mean, you said something about it before we. True. I got, um, I've been working daily at a place that uh, buys, did we talk about this last week? 
Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, it's like a secondhand like CD. Yeah, we buy video, video games, games, music, and movies. And uh, the other day, this guy comes in. Luckily, my roommate happened to stop up there because he was going to get an Xbox One, and he got to hear the whole thing. So it's always nice when something happens. You know what I mean? And someone else is there. Oh, so, yeah. Like, it always is. People can realize, like, how ridiculous something is. Yeah. This guy walks in with a, a ponytail. No hair. Of course he does. I mean... No hair. Like, bald. I feel like most, feel like most dudes... Like, most... <laughs> he's a white guy, right? Oh, yeah. Most white guys who are going to walk in one of those stores are going to have a ponytail of some sort. About 50 years old. He's got a ponytail. Bald, other than the ponytail. Mm-hmm. Um, like a brown 80s leather jacket. Very like nice. Straight dad jeans, like white wash almost. I like them. So this guy comes up. He's like, hey, man, maybe you can uh, help me. And uh, I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, one of my my favorite movie. He's like, the VHS got stolen. Been looking for it for five years. <laughs> I you, mean, not you that don't even, you know, don't whatever, understand dude. the direction this story is going into. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, he was very specific. VHS is like got stolen. My favorite movie. Um, been looking for it for five years. And granted, <clears throat> the reason stores like the store that I work at exist is for people like that who don't understand the internet. Yeah, because like we joke, I'm eighty, and like to a lot it of makes things sense I am. That you but work like, there. <laughs> like we joke uh, to a degree, but like yeah, I'm not the I, best of computers, I, but I, I know 100% how one hundred percent not joking. But I know how to find anything. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I can find any movie, and like torrents. And no, such you can't. Things. Not feeders. No one can. That's the only one. You're right. And actually, uh, uh, if anyone out there can find the movie Feeders or Feeders oh, Two Sleigh Bells, you tell us. Like email us. Do whatever you have to to get it to us because we want copies of it, if, and we cannot fucking. If find you can it. find the movie Feeders. And send us a copy. Yeah, I, I will do whatever you want. Yeah, literally. Like I, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll issue my normal fee and I'll murder a man for you. <laughs> yes. Now, if you, like, if you can find it, because I only ever found one torrent of the second movie, and the guy who was seating it was one guy, and I almost got through the entire thing, and he signed off and never came back again. Of course. So it's probably the guy that made it. I it probably was in his basement. <laughs> so, um, so this guy, yeah, I was like, I've been looking for this movie for five years. I just hope you can help me. So, where this story, there's two different turns. The first yeah. one is what would you assume? I assumed action movie, just because older guy ponytail. I would think it would be like a dumb, like a dumb, terrible comedy that's kind of obscure, like like one of those like '80s comedies where it was like a B movie comedy where like you saw it on the shelf and you're like, why the fuck, like. And there's like people in it, like Joe Piscopo and shit, like after he was popular. Okay, that's an interesting. It's you know? an interesting assumption. So because yeah, I go, oh, what movie? Ladybugs. The Ronnie Dangerfield movie with Jonathan <laughs> with Devin, Brandis. With a uh, yeah, where he is like a guy that dresses yeah, up as a, as a girl to be on the girls' soccer team and dominate. Yes. Okay. Ladybugs. First of all, uh, not a hard movie to find. <laughs> uh, if you have cable, they play it about 70 times a day, so you could do that. Here's where the story gets... That's not even the funniest part by any means, and that's hilarious. So I was what like, give me a second. So I went on Amazon, looked it up, flipped the screen around to him, and I was like, if you have Amazon Prime, you can have it tomorrow for $5. Mm-hmm. He goes, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> And, like, it was like I had shattered his world of the fact that, like, 
he'd spent five years like I just picture you know wandering yeah, the globe, yeah, yeah like yeah. looking for ladybugs fucking David Carradine and kung fu like and all I did yeah was like typing into Amazon and it's right there it was like four ninety nine you probably did just destroy him like, <laughs> he's like all this time wasted looking for ladybugs best part about that is that's not the funniest part of the story or the weirdest. So then I don't remember the transition of conversation, but he told us how it got stolen. Of course he did. I People like that love about, doing it. I can't even think about this without laughing and how creepy and weird this is. He goes, well, I mean, what happened was my daughter had a bunch of boys over and she was in the room having sex with them. <laughs> I can't even make this up. Luckily, Josh was standing right there. And, like, we both gave her that look, obviously, of, like, you're trying not to die laughing. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, because I have to just look at this guy with a serious face. So, like, these guys came over having sex with my daughter in a room. While they were having sex, the other guys, you know, stole a bunch of VHS tapes. Five years ago. Seems I, literally like the most improbable thing. I, like, look, everything five about years that ago, iPhones existed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everything about it was just creepy and wrong. Like, A, you seem much more concerned with the fact that Ladybugs, the Rodney Dangerfield movie, is gone. The fact that a bunch of dudes were over banging yeah, your daughter. Banging your daughter, yeah. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I mean, you, you know, seem to not point, really care about that. That's fine. I mean, at that point, if, like, if, if, if she. Look, if she's that kind of person, like, or whatever, he probably never cared for her that much in the first place. You right. Know I mean, if she's doing that, he probably wasn't much of a parent. No, like, obviously, yeah, definitely bad. So, of course, he was more worried about his VHS of ladybugs. Ladybugs. VHS of ladybugs in Thank 2015. Let that sink in. So, um, you can buy a DVD player for $3, Goodwill. Literally. Just get one. Eight bucks total. You're fucking set up with ladybugs and the DVD player. You can go back to jacking off to cross-dressing Jonathan Brandis. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so part two, which is only related because this is literally the creepiest. But So um, mm-hmm. our friend Doug, Doug Walker, you know him obviously. He's mm-hmm. both our mutual friend. Yeah. He was uh, doing a music video for Massive Nights. Um, it's not out yet, but it's turned out <coughs> awesome. But as far as song Drown, which is a political song. And, uh, well, I guess more about the police, but you know what I mean. Like, I, well, so. I, I watched it because you said you like. Yeah, I yeah, mean, it's, it's good. It's done. It's really good. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it's really powerful. And I think it, it could do a lot of cool things for us. But either way, it's more just because it's something we're passionate about. And Doug did a really good job in the video. But so. He came over and finished it at my house because, unfortunately, him and his uh, fiance like pipes burst their house or something happened. Mm. So like they had to, they were at a hotel and it sucks basically. So he came over to finish it and I was like, "Well, I'll buy you dinner, you know. Let's we can take a break." So him and I go to La Rose's, which is a pizza place here, and the waiter was the most. Awkward person ever. <laughs> uh, Rose's in Harrison, like downtown Harrison. La Rose's? Yes. Okay. You're going to love and lose yeah, it yeah. at this story. Uh, the downtown Harrison La Rose's is unlike any other La Rose's that exists. Yes. Because absolutely, it's, it's actually like built into like a bunch of storefronts on a street, whereas almost all La Rose's are standalone stores that are just like 
yeah. you know, that are built, you know, uh, specifically to house the roses. Yeah. But this one is so much different, actually. And they still have like shit on the menu that no other La Roses has because yes, Harrison like literally will not let things go. No. Like if you have a if you have a business in downtown Harrison, uh, whatever you have on the menu when it first starts better be on there 30 years from then. Oh, yeah. Because people will literally <laughs> notice and they will get fucking pissed. Harrison, the town I live in, is the type of place where it's like if an older couple went to a restaurant and ordered something and like. Where it was like, oh, we don't have that anymore. Like, they would be furious. Yeah. And they would not go back, probably. Like, about... Like you would... <laughs> probably about 10... 10 or... Maybe a little longer. 13... 10 or 13 years ago, whatever. Um, La Rosa's had changed their breadsticks at yeah. all their stores. This did not please people in Harrison. No. <laughs> and they immediately went back to the old breadsticks only at the Harrison store. That's true. Every other store still has the shitty new ones. Harrison has the old ones. Harrison's breadsticks are great. Yeah. Because had they, will not, the night. they think, will not allow people to change them. I think Greg and I are going there tonight. I'm going to get the cheesy breadsticks. Yeah, you got to do it. And I'm going to dip twice. One, once in a garlic yeah. butter, once in a pizza, pizza sauce. sauce. Yeah. It's delicious. That's the way you do it. So Doug and I are at the Slow Roses and I'm telling him the story about the ladybugs guy. And then um, <clears throat> our waiter is really weird, like super socially awkward, but like you could tell, like it's like he just wanted to talk to us for some reason. So Doug and I are talking about um, my roommate tweeted the other night, and then like I retweeted it, and like Doug had seen it. He was like, uh, "It's comedy night at the house. First up, Fifty Shades of Grey. Second, American Sniper, which right. we did download both and watch them." Yeah. So I can now say I have seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Good for you. Man. So I, I'm saying something about that. And Doug was like, I haven't seen American Sniper yet. He's like, because I know it's going to piss me off. And I was like, it will. Yeah, it's it will. But I was like, it's very entertaining. Not for the reasons it's made to be. But, you know. No. So the guy comes up and he's like, well, what, what movie are you guys just talking about? I was oh, like, no. well, we were talking about a bunch. And Doug's like, Ladybugs. He's like, you should check it out. So then I was like, uh, we were talking about American Sniper. And he was like, oh, I need to see it. I really need to see that. And I was like, "Why?" Um, I was like, well, it's, it was pretty funny. And the, the turn <laughs> of the expression on his face led me to realize that I should not go down no, that path. No, you should never have said that. At all. First of all. You're in downtown here. Right. <laughs> like everyone there believes they are Chris Kyle. Like you Yes, know and I mean? they believe that that man was an absolute saint yeah, and a hero. Exactly. Not someone who killed a lot of people, and yeah. that's why they're a hero. Thought they were animals and Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> um, so the uh and even now I know people listening are gonna get there's a percentage of people that are pissed already. Because yeah, I don't think Chris Kyle's care. a hero. So, I don't give a shit what uh, they think. I don't give a shit either, and I don't think he's a hero. So, um, he, like, <laughs> the guy, like, he's like, yeah, I don't remember exactly how it happened. Like, I wish Doug, I should have had Doug call in too. Mm-hmm. But, like, he started talking to us about, he's like, are you guys gamers? It's like, Call of Duty, I love Call of Duty. Love Call of Duty. He was like, I'm going to join the Army. I'm 17 now with this and that. And I'm not shitting you. I'm going to have Doug call in next week to confirm all of this. But he's like, me and my friends will get together and we do like war training. And we were just like, what? Like, <laughs> What does that consist of? Ten of us are Americans. Ten of us are Russians. 
You can only use the guns from those countries. We keep it realistic. At this point, Doug and I were not sure if he was talking about online real Call of Duty or yeah. real life. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah, know yeah, yeah. at all. But it was terrifying. <clears throat> so, And he's very intense Like when he's talking about this. like He was like, yeah, me and my buddies, we do it twice a month. It's so much fun. Like This and that. Reminded me of Ken a lot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Who is my neighbor who used to tell us that he would go in his backyard with a laser pointer mm-hmm. and train. Yeah, train. His army training. <laughs> like, or, sorry, combat training. Um, uh, also said that he saw a dinosaur. <laughs> um, also believed that a an alien had visited him outside his window. Uh, Maybe it Had did. a picture... Of himself on the internet that we're still not sure what happened, but he was holding the AR-15 pointing in the woods and the man was running away from him. In my backyard. Yeah, in, in Ryan's backyard. <laughs> this is... When Ryan wasn't there, not present for the photograph. Don't know um, anything about it. It was terrifying. Anyway. So, so this guy... <laughs> and then, uh, I know I'm missing so many good things that he said in quotes. We can, we'll can we continue more of this next week. That's I will fun. have Doug call in. Yeah. But, so, the kicker of this, that... Like, some people are probably not going to get as funny as Doug and you and I. Maybe just because our age and similar tastes and things. But I'm just like, what What are your favorite movies? Because I just wanted him to stop talking about military training and, like, mm-hmm. freaking yeah. me the fuck out. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he was going to murder me. So, he thinks for a minute. He's like, that's hard, man. I don't know, but I... <laughs> You're going to lose your mind at his two choices. Not only when I ask him, after all this intense talk, what his favorite movies are, the first two that come to his mind are both Adam Sandler movies. Billy Madison was one of them, maybe? No. Oh, were they newer ones? Big Daddy? No, let me tell you this, and you're going to lose it. He goes, I really, really love Happy Gilmore, but still to me, I think the funniest movie I've ever seen, Mr. Deeds. No, it's yes! not! Yes! <laughs> he did! Doug confirms, <laughs> and then he starts <laughs> exactly. It's like my brain is like spinning, like it's like fucking stuck in mud right now. Then he starts reenacting the scene where like his foot is black and no. like he has the butler start yeah, hitting yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He starts doing that what? and laughing. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is happening? Hold Did on. you guys run? What? Did you guys run? <laughs> I would have fucking straight up been out of that restaurant immediately. Dude, we we did get out of there pretty fast after that. Hold on one second. We can we can do that part. That's fine. Well, yeah, we'll just have him call. Man, in like Mr. Deeds. I don't even know what to say. Like the only thing, like Doug and I literally even said we were like that would be worse would be like if he said like Little Nicky. Oh well, no, actually, I would be fine almost because he's a teenager. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, you know I mean, like Little Nicky was if he had said, or if he had said, "Don't mess with the Zohan," which I'm surprised he didn't. 
Because there's guns in that movie, so you think true. that he was into but it. But, man, I just... Asking someone what their favorite movies are, and it's the two responses are Happy Gilmore and Mr. Deeds. Really got him on a... Like, uh, I just can't believe like they, he, that, that's the first two that come to your and mind. And then he was reenacting Mr. Deeds for us. Like, our waiter. <laughs> what else? Did anything else happen, or he just was done with I that? know I'm missing Did parts. he even get your food for you? Like, you know what I mean? Yes. Was he being one of those guys who, like, took forever to get your food because yes. he was having too much of a good time and Every time like he would come to our table, yes. He would literally talk to us for minutes. Right. I only say that because when you think about how long that actually is, like when you're at a restaurant, oh yeah, and you're a waiter, it seems like it's like an hour and a half. Like, like yeah, like it was crazy, and like, but ten Americans, ten Russians, but we use all the uh, I use the right guns yeah. for each country. So SKSs for uh, Russians, he was going on. He was like, you know, AR-15s for the Americans and this and that. I'm just like, I literally want to be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I obviously didn't, but like, because no, because I, I would live victims. Yeah, but man, so those two stories were the highlights by far. Oh, congratulations of my week. Yeah, there's no question. That's great. But uh, should we do a couple more questions? Cause we haven't done any. I just I enjoy them. No, that's fine. Um, today has been oh good. A, a, Actually, today, I, on Friday, um, I, or Saturday, sorry. I went to this bar that I always go to down the street, and uh, I was there with one of my friends. And like, it's I, it's the bar that I like the most to go to, but it's also the bar that I hate going to the most because the people there are just horrible. Right. Like they're they're horribly like they have way too much money and they don't know what to do with it, and they right. all like, they're all just wearing north North Face fleeces and like you know, whatever. This girl. Walks into where we're sitting and like uh, we're just having a couple of beers or whatever. It's quiet and then all of a sudden she starts talking to her boyfriend or whatever. Okay. There were three other people with them. Okay. She goes, she goes. Oh my god, they have Brussels sprouts here. This, uh, oh, they have that wine that I really like. Oh, uh, what the fuck was? Oh, she was like, oh, this is that Radiohead song I really like. Oh no, it just sounds like that Radiohead song I really like. You know which one I'm talking about? She said How all those she? Thi- she said all those things in a row. No one had answered her. <laughs> she was probably like 35. No. Yeah. Sounds like a toddler. Yeah. And then she like ran out of the door like when they were leaving and her husband or boyfriend or whatever pulled up in this like fucking Mercedes C-class like, you know, super expensive sure. car and she's like she starts like like doing that thing with like both her hands where she's like humping the air kind of like, "Yes." Uh, you know, whatever and I'm just uh-huh. like uh, like I was glad she left because she was literally like, she was so fucking annoying. Like I, I, she's the first person in a really long time that I almost said something to. Right. Like, where I was just like, why? Why are you doing this? What, <laughs> what? did I just do? You just hit the little thing. <laughs> yeah. Now yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. You're right. Um. Hey. I'm not, not engaging. Not after <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Um, I don't know anything about him. Uh, that's also that bar is the same place that I was sitting outside on the patio, and there was these two uh, guys, these two white guys talking to each other. And the one guy said the other one, he went, "Oh, I don't even, I don't even vacation in Aspen anymore ever since they started letting those people in there." No, he didn't. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I actually go to a smaller town outside of it that no, not a lot of people have heard of, and I'm like. 
And then, and like, I the more I listened, the more I realized he wasn't talking about black people. He oh, was literally talking about poor people, like people who don't have as much money as him. First wow. of all, if you're if you're going to Aspen, you know which is worse. You I have a lot. Both. Like if you go to Aspen, you have a lot of money. Yeah. Like if you're vacationing in Aspen, you have a lot of money. Yeah. This guy has more money and thinks people with a lot of money are trash. And if you're watching Aspen Extreme, you're probably masturbating. Oh, I every day. <laughs> it's probably wow. the best movie you ever made. No, no, it's, it's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor people. That no, I cannot even handle that. Yeah. Yeah. Those people. Yeah. That guy can fuck I know. himself. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like the most white conversation ever made. Yeah, like that that is the stuff white people say meme right there. Yeah. Um I don't know what any of this means. Okay. Some guy wrote in and said, I feel pain for calling you an odious watermelon. I want to make love with you. I love the Queen's people and I want to wish you a happy Easter. It hurts me to pee. Bye for now. All right. I don't have a response to any of that. Fair enough. Other than thank you for writing in. Yeah, we appreciate it. (laughs) Sorry about your pee hurting. Yeah, that sucks. It's never fun when the pee burns. We've all all been there. Right? No. Right? Right? Not really. Right? No. Right? No. Yes! (laughs) No. Yes! Uh, um. (coughs) Anyway. Yeah, uh, cough. I grab your balls, you cough. This person said Love Massive Nights Really catchy But Ryan kind of sounds like A redneck rapping (laughs) (laughs) Who who wrote that? Nobody Like they just anonymous I don't know Some Just a person I sound like a redneck? Yeah Why do I sound like a redneck? I don't know Um, Thank you for liking it I appreciate it Everyone should check it out It's been Getting downloaded many times And we, we, we really appreciate it Recording a new EP within two weeks. Uh, that's you guys are recording an EP every like two weeks, right? <laughs> uh, we're gonna do as much as we can. Yeah, it's funny because I mean, I, I put a statement up on our website yesterday, which is haveamassivenight.com. But um, it's so funny to me, like the way people like I feel like people are very old fashioned still. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I told a few people, like, yeah, we're gonna do an EP, and like, you just did the album or the mixtape or whatever and i was like yeah but we have new songs we like them so why not and it's funny as people are like well you don't want to oversaturate like the market and this and that and it's like who wouldn't be stoked if you liked a band and they put out new songs yeah yeah. it's just know. so weird to me like i, know. I don't know people don't understand how that kind of stuff works like in the punk community like people don't release a lot of albums like in a row no when mixtapes in, did it people like thought it was insane right but in hip hop, like you're kind of expected to continue releasing things all the time, no matter what, because that's yeah, the point. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, and because like I mean, I don't. Recording rap is easier. When I say easier, I don't mean like less talented or anything. I just mean like in punk rock or rock or you know, you have to lay down the drums, you have to lay down the guitar, the bass, and the vocals, and then you know when you're recording hip hop, you're just recording vocals. So it's a lot easier to, to be more productive. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's how it is. Yeah. So, like, you don't have to lay down all the instruments, so you yeah. can do more faster in the studio. Yeah. So you're, all, like, and assuming, like, somebody made a beat for you, like, you can just throw that in there and just start doing like, yeah, whatever you exactly. got to do and get out. Yeah. Uh, this guy said, did you name Massive Nights after the Hold Steady? 
and also asked, where is my Riff Raff review? And his name is John. Um, first of all, if you listen like three episodes ago, we talk about that Riff Raff album for like 20 minutes. Yeah, Justin actually pretty much reviewed it. So shut up, John. Yeah, you're racist. Yeah. Also, uh, is it named after the Hold Steady? It is. And um, I sent the album and the video to Craig Finn, who's a singer of the Hold Steady, who is one of my absolute favorite bands of all time. And he said he really liked it, and it made me really happy. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I geeked out a little. Um, this guy, Drains to the Severn, who's wrote in before, said, I don't think Matt Skiba replacing Tom and Blink will make much of a difference if it's for one show because they could easily play all Mark songs at the festival and no one will be able to tell the difference. A cool idea for future shows would be to have somebody from an op- from an opening band or from the crowd come to play guitar on a different song, kind of like Green Day do- does sometimes. But I think that and would probably Ataris. be too taxing to do full-time. Yeah, and the Atari, and like a bunch of other bands. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know what they're going to play. I think it would be strange for Matt Skiba to sing Tom's songs, but I think that would be also kind of interesting to hear. He has, I mean, they but, have to play some Tom songs. Yeah, because people won't put up, like they don't want to just hear, like nobody, like all the kids who go to those shows don't go to just hear Mark's songs or go to hear Tom's songs because they like all of it. Yeah, know? I mean like, granted the singles definitely are more Mark heavy, which works out well for them in the situation that they're in. Mm-hmm. But there's still like you know first date and I miss you and I mean you gotta play those songs but yeah I feel like yeah yeah you do aliens especially because when you're you a man play... is... <laughs> I I would love to hear Matt Skiba sing Aliens Exist that would be the greatest I would but um I mean <clears throat> Blink I don't know yeah like they have to play their singles like I assume if you look at Blink One Two set list the last few years it's probably just <clears throat> literally their greatest hits rec- record. Yeah, I mean... Minus the best song on it, which is Man Overboard. Right. I just don't... I don't know what... But, I, like I said, I I love two Blink-22 albums, and I like other songs, but it, I don't care that much. I will absolutely watch the YouTube video the day after yeah. the festival out well, of curiosity. I'm interested. Enough. And I'm curious to hear what it's going to sound like. But we talked. We already talked last week about replacing Blink, and we had some good ideas. Yeah, just get the guy from Phoenix TX. I know it just doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't. It's perfect. Um, he, he can play guitar better than Tom, and they were just they start. I mean, their first record is a Blink One Two ripoff album. Right, exactly, <laughs> and, it's, and it's pretty good. Uh, hi, wait, oh, um, that guy Floyd wrote in to tell us about a Har- the Harry Potter and his dream. He said, oh yes, <laughs> Harry Potter last week. Um. If you're listening, he, he had a dream about Harry Potter, and we asked him to describe what Because he Harry said it was, it was Harry Potter from the books, but not from the movies. But then he says, Harry Potter in my dream looked just like he did in the last movie. It was actually him, magical powers and all, not some actor. So he was saying that it was like whoever showed up in his dream was just Harry Potter and not like Daniel Radcliffe. Right. Also, he was in his Hogwarts robes the whole time, even though everyone else was in bathing suits. <laughs> in another dream I had about the lake, I was having a big party and Hitler showed up and tried to crash our party, so we threw him in the lake and he drowned. All of these and more are on my blog under something tagged slash dream log. I don't think he gave us his blog, though. Say we'd like to promote it. Yeah, send I, us in like the full URL and I'll uh, I'll put it up for you. Send um, us a link. Uh, uh, interesting fact. I don't know your status on this. I've never seen one of the Harry Potter movies. I've seen all of them. I've never you? read the books though. I not like even like in the way where I think I'm too cool or just like I I just don't care. 
Yeah, I'm I mean, sure they're fine. It's if you're not that interested in it, it's not really worth. It's just while. not really. Um, it's not something I care about. Hi guys, big fan here, and I was. Hey, hi guys, big fan here, and I was born and raised in Cincinnati and enjoy the Cincinnati references and big snackers. Apparently don't enjoy going to English class, but that's another thing altogether. <laughs> Went to a hey lot now. of shows at the Mad Hatter a couple of years ago and wanted to ask Ryan about any crazy slash interesting stories while working there. Also, what are your guys' favorite things to do in Cincinnati, and what do you think about the whole hipster revival slash general douchery happening in Over the Rhine? Um, <clears throat> well, the Over the Rhine thing... It depends. Um, it's complete gentrification, and I hate that. Right. But there's some really good restaurants. Yeah. And some cool places. So, I mean, it depends. I mean, they're literally, for anybody not from Cincinnati, which is most people listening, I assume. Yeah. They're literally just like getting the blackout. Like, basically, they took a section of town called Over the Rhine, and they are, I mean, literally Moving just every lower income person from it to. Any lower income person, and they are putting up on a bunch of hipster bars and restaurants and making it nicer while also ruining people's lives. Yeah. I don't know. That's what's hard to say. I like those restaurants, they're really delicious, but I don't really advocate what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, the gentrification thing, like, that's a huge issue that, like, yeah. If you know, if you listen to a podcast, you know what our thoughts are on it. So yeah, I'm not I mean, going to bother with it. I will say that, like, going to Overrun on a Friday or Saturday is not for me. If I can go on, like, no. a Wednesday at, like, 5 p.m., I'm okay. Like, whatever. Yeah. I can eat some dinner. Maybe I'll have a drink at, like, Neons or something. But then, like, if it's anything past that, like, I'm not going to be there. Because there's too many people. It's very annoying. It's, it's too expensive for what it is. Um, Absolutely. But, like... You know, it's fine. It exists. It's I mean, there. it's if people like it, they like it. I don't know. To sum it up, this is the place where I think I told this story on the podcast, but a black guy walked up to me, and before we could really even start to talk, he was he was nice, completely pleasant. A cop pulled up, um, two white cops, and told the guy to leave me alone. Right. And that's when I said to the cops that they were bothering me more than he was. Right. And I was like, this guy's fine. And like that, the guy was like, thanks, man. They harass me all the time down here. Right. That's all. And they... that's what's going on down there. Yeah. So that sucks. <clears throat> uh, as far as, as, for... as favorite things to do in Cincinnati, I don't know, specific to Cincinnati. I was going to say Cincinnati. I, I love Cincinnati. I'm obviously born and raised here, but it's, I mean, it's a normal city. Like, there's nothing. Specific to Cincinnati, I feel like that we do, that you couldn't do someplace else. No, I mean I, I like, like Cincinnati. To go, I mean I like to go to like Reds games sometimes. And yeah, I mean, Cyclones games. We have sometimes. some really cool local restaurants. Yeah, we have good restaurants. I, I mean, think, I, you know, all the normal stuff. I mean, I guess I like going to the parks and stuff in this like the spring and summer. Sawyer yeah, so Point's like, awesome. Yeah, um, but I mean, as far as like things to do, if you're from here, you know all the stuff to do here. Like, I like to go to the arcade sometimes. Like to yeah, go. I mean, our friend Jesse has a place called Arcade Legacy. It's awesome. It's yeah. got old school, new school pinball. Um, we've talked about it before, but we were actually talking the other night, maybe last night, but Josh, my roommate, and I were talking, like, I feel like Cincinnati is underrated when you think about food, like how many good places we actually have that are only in Cincinnati or started here. Like, there's a lot. 
Yeah, I mean, there is, but it's the same thing I always say when anybody says, like, oh, but look at all the stuff that we have here now that we didn't before, like, when they're talking about Over the Rhine or East Walnut Hills or, like, anything like that. And I'm always like, yeah, but, like, just drive a couple hours to Chicago and be like, oh, yeah, we don't have anything. No, we have Chicago and, like, L.A. or big cities in New York. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go, I mean, I'm not going to go as far as L.A. or New York, but Chicago is the closest town to us that has, like, that would be considered, like, similar size you know, and like just as much of a hub of like transportation and stuff like that. And yeah, like, yeah, there's, I mean, you go there and you're like, oh yeah, there's like a lot of stuff here. And there is not that there's nothing in Cincinnati, but it's like, it still is like, uh, I don't know if you live here, it's kind of hard to see the forest for the trees. Cause sure. like I can go to like Indianapolis and I'll be like, oh, Indianapolis is awesome. And I'll come back here and be like, what? Like, why don't we have that stuff? But we do kind of, you know? Yeah. But, and I mean, from like what the roses, you know, to Dewey's, to Penn Station, to Skyline and Gold Star, we have a lot of places I think are really good. Like, mm. there's definitely a lot of places. Like, if I were to move from Cincinnati, I would miss eating. Mm, I wouldn't. I know there's nothing really? here that I'm that like. See, I would about. for sure. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of restaurants I really like. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of places I like to go, but I'm not like. There's no specific Cincinnati cuisine where I'm like, oh, I would miss that if I was. If I was gone, like I don't, like because I, I would get miss Ghetto Penn, anywhere. I would miss Penn Station. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would miss Penn Station. I to really a certain like extent. Penn Station. Yeah, Penn Station is <laughs> probably my favorite. That's the place. Like when we got back from tour, I would always go to Penn Station first. Yeah, just because I hadn't had it in like a month or two. Right. Um, Which to anybody listening is just, I mean, it's just basically a sandwich like sub place. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like really fucking good. And, I don't yeah. know, like. It is. It's great. The cheesesteaks there are as good as any that I've had in Philadelphia, and I've mm-hmm. gone to all the famous Philadelphia places. Right. I agree with that. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's places that like I really like, but it's not like, you know, like in Westchester, there's a pizza place called Fratelli's. It's probably my favorite one in the city. Really good. But I don't... I mean, it's not like I would like go somewhere else and be like, "Oh, I missed that." I mean, yeah. I guess if I was in Los Angeles, it would because the like, pizzas out there not isn't that great, you know? Like apparently, um, but like you know, if you're in Chicago or whatever, you're pretty much surrounded by pizza. That's if we amazing. have a pizza talk, what is it? what's your favorite style <clears throat> pizza? New York style, same by far. I think a no, bit. I mean, I love Chicago style a lot, but pizza is pizza. It's good. It's like it's just funny to me because when people like. How it became like a pop punk type thing to say you love pizza. Like mixtapes literally had a shirt that said like everyone likes pizza, you idiots or something. It's right. just like yeah. it, who does it? It's pizza, of course. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah. Everyone, it's wonderful. How many people have you met that don't like pizza? Like that, that's weird. Like two or three, and then I don't like them. <laughs> like, but can't no, trust them. New York style is by far my favorite. I just love yeah, a big, thin, flavorful. Pizza. Right. Chicago pizza. Which is funny because after this, I'm actually getting Mio's, which is Chicago style. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm going to La Rosa's, which is neither. Yeah, it's Midwest. Midwest style. It is. It's got its own style. I think the Midwest does. And it's good. But actually, I don't... I eat La Rosa's a lot. I don't like La Rosa's at all, but... And I, well, I don't get their pizza. That's what's funny, is I like La Rosa's. But I don't really hardly ever get pizza there. <laughs> right. I get... Breadsticks are great. I get calzones. I like their calzones a lot. Right. Um... Those new Montgomery and Rondos. Are yeah, I've aw- heard those are good. They're awesome. The pork one, it's like the barbecue sauce. Mm. But uh, no, Chicago pizza is really good. It's just you can't eat a lot mm. of it, and if you do, you hate your life for the next two days. Uh, to me, I mean, I'll I guess I'll agree with that to some extent. Like, 
<coughs> Gino's or like Giordano's like are delicious, but it's like it's like eating lasagna. You know what I mean? It's so, oh yeah, absolutely so thick. Yeah, yeah. Which you can get at Kroger now. Gio, uh, Gino's and the frozen. Oh, really? It's weird. They sell it now. It's not bad. Like it. I just could. I can't. It doesn't taste like going there. Yeah, I was gonna it, say I, can't, I wouldn't be able to do it. I have to go there. But it's it's good. Um, oh, and as for stories of the Mad Hatter, I feel like we've done a lot of yes. Those. And I was yeah. going to say, but um, we will wait until next week. But I have yes, I have very very good stories from working at the Mad Hatter. Yeah, lots of them. Um, I don't know. I should probably wrap up. I'm hungry. It's almost been two hours. So, but Justin, yeah, what? Call me Thumper. Okay, Thumper. Ooh. Ooh, I Why like would that you... be the reaction? You told me to call you that. <laughs> like, how does well, it give you like that much uh, gratification? I like when you're sassy. All right. I mean, call I me Mr. Nasty. I don't want to do that. <sighs> Whatever. I'll call you Kobe Dick. Mr. Dick <laughs> if you're nasty. Mr. Dick if you're nasty. Um, yeah, well, we'll do more questions next week. We'll start off with that because we won't have – we had two guests today, you know, so it was hard. We didn't have two guests, Ryan. What do you mean? Matthew McConaughey is not a guest. Well, he was here and he was a guest. <clears throat> I don't count him as a guest. Why? You just didn't like because him. Because he's my enemy. Well, you just didn't like the guy, and I didn't really get to know him, so I don't know. But he, You he, listened to what he was saying. I mean, come on. <laughs> he, he's a little racist, obviously. He literally said, I don't like black people. <laughs> it's not well, a you, little racist. You That's, kind of... Uh, What's the word? You? No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you no, did. I didn't. But I didn't um, lead him into it. You did a little bit. No, a little I did bit. Not. You did a little no. bit. Yeah. Yes, a little bit. So, better call Saul's on tonight. Mm-hmm. Everyone watch that. Yeah, because it's awesome. Have you been? Have you kept up? Yeah, I just watched the last week's today. Definitely one of the best shows on TV. <coughs> um, but um, I don't know. Follow us on Twitter. Yes, follow our Twitters because we like tweeting to Olivia. It's fun. We like to tweet. Maybe we'll hear from Matthew McConaughey if you call. If you, (laughs) I'm changing my Twitter Twitter handle to that. Do or uh, I don't remember the name. Might well either way. Thumper. um, (laughs) Next week, um, who is our guest next week? Oh, it's a show you suck. Oh, okay. A Chicago rapper. I thought that was the next. Maybe it is. I'm not sure. I thought that was the 16th. We'll announce it on Twitter either way, yeah. so you'll know. And I'll, I'll talk about it. And please keep on sending in questions, which we have more to catch up with anyway. So we'll do that next week. Because mm. Matthew McConaughey probably won't be here. Yeah, I fucking hope not. Um, <laughs> but Enjoy uh, this uh, remix of yes, Blank Space. Yes, Jonas Blank Space remix. Uh, the video is awesome, too. So after you listen to it, you should watch the video on YouTube. And thank you very much for listening, and we appreciate it. And enjoy your burrito. <laughs> Mr. Deeds. I'm Chris, Har- I'm Chris Hardwick. I don't care. I don't care who you are. Why? I just don't. I'm Thumba. <laughs> okay, bye, everybody. Come on and chump my. No. Baby, and I'll write your name. New year, all year, no stopping the fire. Still fighting.
fighting through the shit that made Hobson retire. Most of y'all only tough when you watching the wire. But start to perspire when your fingers on the table and I got the pliers. Should take them away. That's what these uncreative labels and haters are say. Cause I be ripping up the flows like a paper mache. Giving out the free mix for people not able to pay. Hey, yo, Batouche, I'm never falling off like a Lupe. Star player, I ain't got time for Bobby Boucher's. I am here to stay, the leader of the new age. Investors with two pays, no money in my suitcase. I don't care what you say. If you don't like what I say, the Sume. I'm still dropping every other Tuesday. Flyer than the Blue Jay, sharper than Blu-ray. Cooler than Cool J, I'm sweeter than some Kool-Aid. I got a hit list, I'll write your name. Your name. With this pen, rewrite the game. The game. Me and y'all just not the same. I guess I should've won. Intricate statements, I'm trying to get back to basics, counting presents. 